I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. that bag of cheese so i was just like "Ooh, i can play with this and i was like i should not i got you a thing i kept it in the D bag so that uh-huh. i wouldn't fidget through D. <laughs> plus that one probably makes noise makes little popping noises all right so we're struggling to come up with something to talk about you know sometimes it happens yeah um so i've googled 50 questions to ask your crush if you want to get to know them better oh my god i love it so pick a number one to 50 uh 23 too far. Bucket snake. <laughs> Do you have a crush on me? <laughs> I was um I was thinking about how I could never date someone who is jealous in any way. Yeah. Because anytime I'm hanging out with somebody, I'm just like, Oh yeah, my friend said this. Oh yeah, my friend this. Oh yeah, my best friend and I Oh my gosh, my best friend and I did you know this about right. my best friend? Yeah. She's so funny. <laughs> She's so good at everything. I know. I yeah. I do the same. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I know it's got to be obnoxious. Had to warn my boyfriend. Hey, if you can't, if you don't like this person or you don't want to <laughs> hear about them, you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gonna get annoying. It's gonna yeah. And so I'm sorry, but like, um. All right, meat wedge. That's just how it is. What's the most decadent meal you've ever had? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I have ever... Have you ever been to, like... Had? A, a restaurant that is, like, too fancy. That you're oh. like, why am I here? Like, uncomfortable? No. Not really. Or, like, there's too many spoons or forks. <laughs> I don't know what to do with these. There's, like, a palate cleansing course in between. No. Yeah. I should. Yeah, why Do not? that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have a trash palate, and yeah. so I don't... <laughs> spending money on food is stupid. Like, spending money on food is... Like, good food is fine, but at a certain level, I'm just yeah. like, I don't know the difference. Right, yeah, I can't tell the difference no. between these things. Yeah. I one time went to a restaurant in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, Where I felt like I was on the set of American Psycho. Like, it was so over the top. Have you seen American Psycho? No. Okay, well, there's this running thing throughout it where he and his friends are all trying to, like, get reservations at like the best restaurants Mm. and like so there's a lot of scenes in like different like very big restaurants and it's like the status thing to like you know get a reservation or a table or whatever um and this restaurant felt like that yeah but not in a modern way it felt like that in like an 80s like Mm. american psycho way Mm -hmm. like all of the wait staff was like wearing a suit Mm -hmm. you know um and they were famous for their pork chops okay and they were huge. Yeah. And, like, I didn't eat 
pork at the time. I ate fish. Yeah. Um, and they had salmon on the menu, so that's what I got. But the two people that I was with, they ate pork. And they brought it out, and the waitstaff told you how to eat it. No. And had, like, different things that you ate it with. So they'd be like, okay, this section of the pork chop you eat with, like, this sauce and this other thing. And then this section you eat with this and this. And they, like, stand there and explain the whole thing to you. And I was just like, what is this? Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't like that. Yeah, like, don't tell me what to do with my food. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't like it. No. It was weird. Yeah. It felt very out of place. Yeah. I've never been anywhere like that. Yeah. So... <laughs> no, I, I I don't think I can quanti- qualify any meal that I've had as decadent. Yeah, gotta fix this. Right, you have a boyfriend. Make him take you somewhere decadent. I know, and I have this like, really nice like maxi dress that I've never gotten oh, to wear anywhere. So the cheesecake factory. <laughs> <laughs> My friend and I were talking about how because he and I like to walk around downtown like late at night. Yeah, we were talking about how we've. We just kind of, like, realized that we've walked past Jeff Ruby's Steakhouse, like, a bunch of times. Yeah. And it never, like, smells good. No. It doesn't smell bad. It just doesn't smell like anything. Yeah. It's just, like, if we're this close to a restaurant, it should smell good. Yes. It just doesn't. No. And it's, like, over a parking garage, too, so it's, like... Yeah, how nice can it be? I mean, it can be nice, but I just feel like it's just gonna smell like cars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I don't know, I've never been in there. I wouldn't want to go in there. It's just not my thing. Have you had a decadent, like, dessert? Or have you made a very decadent dessert? I mean, you've made some shit that I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I have? Well, it's just like cake and cheesecake and cookies and, you know, Uh, like, it's just like a lot of things in one. That's true. I do like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I had a giant dessert at this place called Duke's in Malibu. Yeah. That was pretty insane. What was it? I'm trying to remember. It's just like huge there's like ice cream and also cake involved and like hot fudge i don't know pretty standard it's just <laughs> enormous oh okay like that pile of nachos that i got when we were in yeah. north carolina <laughs> that was wild <laughs> this is an appetizer like no this is a meal for four yeah which i guess appetizers are so american yeah i mean i guess they're not because like other like having courses in your meal is like not but they're just so big. Yeah, everything is bigger here. I know. Unnecessarily so. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, this is a podcast. <laughs> it is. It's not a very decadent podcast, though, I wouldn't say. No, it's pretty... Lowbrow. Blue collar. <laughs> yeah. DIY punk rock. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is DIY as shit. Yeah. <laughs> should see this room. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> Anyway, it's a podcast. It's called Replay Rewind. We're here to talk about movies that we haven't seen since we were kids. The movies themselves will come from the 90s or before. I think the latest movies that we've ever done is 2001. 2000 is the cutoff. I think we've Whoosh. done... We did something that was 2001 and you are like, shit! We did Death to Smoochie, which was 2002. Oh, okay. That's so that was, was Patreon. Yeah, that count. And we have a Patreon. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna try to remember what the movie is about. We're going to go watch the movie, then we'll come back and tell you what the movie is about, and uh, give you some fun trivia. All that fun stuff. Yep. It'll be fun. Yes. Did I mention fun? No. No. Do you think it will be fun? Hmm. It'll be decadent. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most decadent episode we've ever done. (laughs) You'll be listening and be like, wow, I can't listen to too much at a time. It's too rich. Yeah. Gotta (laughs) cut it up. Feels like velvet for my ears. (laughs) 
I'm Meat Wedge. I don't know. We you said I that said a couple that. times. But yeah. But just to make sure that you know this is your first episode. Welcome. Hear hear this voice, think Meat Wedge. Hear this voice, think a snake in a bucket. <laughs> hey, bucket snake. Hey, Meat Wedge. I have a question for you. Tell me, ask me. How do you feel, just in general? I feel pretty good. (laughs) Let me finish my question. (laughs) Sorry. When you are a child, what was your childhood relationship? Shut (laughs) up. Podcast over. Not one week before our one year anniversary, (laughs) I quit the podcast. We're so close. (laughs) What was your, like, childhood relationship with witches? The concept of witches. Um... It was complicated. Yeah? Tell me about it. Raised as a religious child. Yeah, I would like to know. Because I, I mean, it did not come up in my house. Like, it was just like a, my grandmother had one of those, like, metal plaques that she hung up at Halloween that said, parking for witches only, all others will be towed, spelled T-O-A-D. Oh, Right? Adorable. I love that. That was about the extent. You know, it was all very much just like, witches are they're a made up thing just like anything else. So I want to know about your experience well my mom was very religious and believed in evil Mm -hmm. as a real thing Mm -hmm. like a quantifiable yes palpable like demons on earth witches were real yeah like and were doing things yeah on the planet yes (laughs) in our modern times Uh among us yeah um and so i wasn't allowed to consume any media that portrayed witches Mm -hmm. except for the wizard of oz was fine well they got good witches my mom the reason that i wasn't allowed to read harry potter is because it portrayed witches as having the ability to be good and there are no good witches what why did wizard of oz get a pass i don't know a house on that bitch yeah i guess weird I know, I was always like, what about Glinda the Good Witch? And she'd be like, that's different. I'm like, why? Like, don't argue with me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, and my mom always told me that witches had purple eyes. Mm. And so you could tell someone was a witch if their eyes were purple. And I would look in the mirror pretty frequently to check and make sure mine were not turning purple. Oh. Just in (laughs) case you'd accidentally become a witch. I didn't know how it worked. Fair. I was a kid. Man. I would give anything for purple eyes. Right? That'd be sick. (gasps) Dope. Uh Uh-huh. Also, in my family lineage Mm -hmm. are witch hunters. That's also badass. Yeah, their names were Cotton and Increase. Yeah. Hell yeah. I know. Are they both? They definitely would have killed me. Is Increase a lady? (laughs) Cotton was a man. I'm pretty sure Increase was also a man. Yeah. So were they related? I've looked it up before. I mean, I, can't I, I mean related somehow because they were your family. Were they related closely? Were they brothers? Which they were brothers? It was either like father and son or husband and wife. And I can't remember. Hmm. But I just remember their names because they're weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they were part of the Salem witch trials. Yeah. Nice. I mean, not nice. Right. But, but like. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But it stops here with me. No more anti-witch shit. No. Witches are cool. Cool. I mean, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Are witches real? I mean, yes. (laughs) Probably in a different sense than, you know, like... Yeah. In the books. Sure. I don't know. I don't really know any. I don't think. Maybe I do. If you know a witch, email us. Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. 
Let if us you know. are a witch. Yeah. Tell us all about it. Love to hear. Anyway, why are we talking about witches? Well, because we're going to do the witches. Oh, the witches. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen them. It's, I haven't either. Cool. But, you know, it's spooky season. It's October. We're doing spooky movies. Yeah. So it we're going to do the witches. Looks spooky. Here's what I know about it. Roald Dahl. Uh-huh. Angelica Houston. Ooh. Kids get turned into mice. Oh. That's it. That's, That's the fun. extent of my knowledge of this movie. They recently made a TV show. Yeah. I think, or a made-for-TV movie. They remade it recently with someone that I really like in it, possibly Anne Hathaway, whom cool. I am in love with. Oh, are you? Yes. I'm going to tell her. I, you know, I wish that you would. Because <laughs> even if she just wants to be friends, that's cool. Yeah. Dear Anne Hathaway. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm mad that you are in contact with Anne Hathaway and have not told me <laughs> until this point. Me. She could have been on the pod. There's still time. It's not It's not true. It's not too late. She could be on. If we're doing the witches, she could be on next week. <laughs> send her Send her a text. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's that's really all I know about it. Um, is that it's a rolled doll story? Yeah. So it's bound to be weird. Who mm -hmm. knows how true to the book? It's live action, right? The movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who the other witches are. I just know that Angelica Houston is in it. Yeah. That's cool. all I got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not t t as fucking scary as the Black Cauldron because that was mad scary. Yeah. What the fuck? Too scary. Too scary. Hopefully it's uh, manageably scary. Not that I'm afraid. Not that the black culture frightens me. I just <laughs> oh, would like no. to... <sighs> no, no. Just reiterate. No, not me. Did not lose sleep over that movie. Okay. Okay. I googled it. Why? That's not the format of this pod. No, not... <laughs> I googled my ancestors. Oh. <laughs> you can't google the witches. <laughs> That's how this works. Increase was Cotton's father. Okay. Increase. Yes. Just that. That's just weird. He was born in 1663. That's tight. Yeah. There's a Wikipedia page. That's badass. I know. I'm not related to anybody. Cool. I am loosely related to a guy who owned like a a mill or something okay in california <laughs> upon which gold was found which like kicked off the gold rush oh that's cool that's about it yeah you're related to anybody who like makes soup <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if i did i would have more money yeah like um, oh i'm not not those campbells <laughs> meat wedge campbell <laughs> <laughs> can't use that <laughs> It's actually a progresso. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I don't care. Alright, well, um, what do you think is gonna happen? There, I are, there are witches and there are kids, mm -hmm. and it's not Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Uh, I think some kids are gonna defeat some witches. Okay. Yeah, that feels like you know pretty standard. Hopefully maybe you there's have to like save some, their friends. Hopefully there's some weird creatures, because that feels very roll doll. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure that the witches are turning children into mice. Okay. And maybe it's like uh, they only... Oh, you know what? I think it's they only have so much time to unmicify themselves or they'll be mice forever. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Is that they... So the main characters like get turned into mice, but they're like, huh. we have to undo this spell before midnight, probably. It's usually, you know... Yeah, 3 a.m. The way it goes. And so oh, one of them didn't get 
demalsified and mm-hmm. then he moved into an old house <laughs> that was then inherited yes he locked a man in an attic yeah that's why he lived so long yeah because because he's got a human lifespan uh-huh. in a mouse body yeah yeah solved it one of them chooses to stay as a mouse because he hates school and he loves cheese and he loves cheese <laughs> his mom's always like don't eat that much cheese <laughs> and sandwiches anyway yep. let's go watch it okay i'm interested to see what happens me too hopefully it's creepy yeah in the meantime uh go check out our patreon patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast and uh you know check out what we have to offer there it's cool that's what she said (laughs) what a fucking overwrought movie yeah it's too much it's too much happening so much happening so i'm gonna read the definition of overwrought the first definition is in a state of nervous excitement or anxiety which Mm -hmm. feels very appropriate Mm -hmm. because it feels like they're just running headlong to nowhere Mm -hmm. and number two when speaking of a piece of writing or a work of art it is too elaborate or complicated in design or construction yeah yeah too much in too little amount of time. But everybody loves this movie. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The IMDb says a young boy stumbles onto a witch convention and must stop them even after he has been turned into a mouse. Yep. Sure. Yeah. So right away, the opening credits for me were not fun to watch at all. No. Because it's like... They're very disorienting. Yeah. It's just like flying over these like snowy mountains, but it's at very high speed. Yeah. And so I just... And also really like jerky. Yeah. It isn't smooth. No. Yeah. And so it's just really uncomfortable to watch. And so I was just like... No, I was just looking at it out of my peripheral vision yeah. and just glancing up anytime like the name changed to see if there was anything interesting and yes. then I would stop looking at it. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, cool. Rowan Atkinson is in this movie. Stop mm-hmm. looking at it. I did not realize that this was a Jim Henson production. I didn't either. It's also, yeah, executive produced and he worked on it. Mm-hmm. He didn't direct it. No. But he was involved. Let Jim Henson sleep. Yeah, especially now, <laughs> because this is the last movie that he personally worked on before oh, he died. And it's so bad. I know. That's such a bummer. I know. So, 
finally, these terrible credits wrap up. Yes. And then we see it like goes down a street and into a house. And we hear a woman talking to a young boy. Mm-hmm. And we assume, at least I did, that this is like a grandma talking to a grandson because she's yeah. like, I told your, sta- your dad the same things when right. he was a boy. Yeah. And I mean, that is what's happening. Right. Her name is Helga. Mm-hmm. And she's teaching him about witches. Yes. And she's saying witches, like real witches, dress in ordinary clothes and they look like ordinary women. Mm-hmm. They have ordinary houses and ordinary jobs and they live all over the world in all the countries. Yep. And each group has a high witch, and then there is one grand high witch, the leader of all the witches, and she's the most evil woman in all the world. Hmm. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes on to explain that witches spend their time plotting to kill children by hunting them. Yeah. And the little boy, his name is Luke, he asks, did they hunt you? Mm -hmm. And so she shows him her hand where she is missing her pinky finger. Yeah. He's like, you told me that was an accident. She Mm -hmm. was like, it was a terrible, horrible accident. Yes. Yeah. She goes on to say that she went looking for the Grand High Witch when she was a child, but never found her. Mm -hmm. But she used to live next door to a girl named Erica, and Erica got taken by a witch. Yes. And it's so dangerous because they just look like kindly old ladies. I read that too fast and read... They're so dangerous because they look like kinky old ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Kinky old ladies are dangerous. They can be. But yeah, so it cuts to a little girl standing outside and a lady holding a black cat looking at her from across the street and her eyes light up purple. Mm -hmm. Just like my mom said. Your mom was right. I wonder if my mom like read this book as a child or something. Oh. Because that's what she always told me in complete seriousness. Yeah, that wishes had purple eyes. Yeah, and I've never seen that in anything else that i can remember no i don't know interesting but she also has a toad in her apartment yep and erica's dad sends her to get some milk yeah he's like here's some money go get some milk come straight home and she's like yada (laughs) yada which is very cute yeah and helga explains further that real witches are bald and they wear wigs that itch them terribly and give them scalp rash Mm. also they all have purple eyes Mm mm-hmm and they're ugly behind their human masks. Yeah. Also, they have no toes. So they wear square, sensible shoes. Why don't they have toes? They just... Is that like a witch don't... lore thing? Or did Roald Dahl know. just make that one up? I think Roald Dahl is just... Just made that one up? Yeah. Okay. He just hates toes. Maybe so. And I would think that you, if you had no toes, you would rather wear pointed shoes. Yeah. Because they can't get all squished. I mean, you can wear square-toed shoes, but you can also wear pointy ones. Yeah, because, because it they can't hurt. get your toes all squished up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But Grandma has started smoking a cigar while talking about this, which I was like, nice, Grandma, nice. Yeah, she's pretty badass. Yeah. And then we see Erica walking home with her liter of milk, and she gets snatched up by the lady that we saw earlier with the cat, Mm -hmm. who has really, like, gnarled, warty hands. Yeah. Bye, Erica. Yeah, and Helga says witches don't kill children with guns or knives, which... Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a really dark thing to say. This movie's really dark. Yeah. And it's just, like, now I have to think about kids being killed because you brought that into my brain. Right. Don't do that. No. (laughs) No, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, so then we see that the police are asking friends and searching for Erica, but they never found her. She completely disappeared. Mm Mm-hmm. And Helga, who is telling the story in this flashback, is a little girl. She is going to Erica's house a couple weeks after, and her father has just started staring at the painting that he painted before Erica went missing. Mm-hmm. 
Helga says his face looks as though he had seen a ghost. Because he had. He's looking at his painting and there's Erica. She's in the painting. Yeah. She's just like, it's really creepy. It is super Like creepy. this scene, yeah, just creeped me out because yeah. there's just this little girl in like the clothing she was wearing the day she went missing mm-hmm. and she's just standing in the window of the farmhouse in this painting looking out and she's not, she doesn't look like scared. No, she's just She's there. just smiling. Yeah. But it like zooms in on her face and you just hear like, Papa. Yeah. Papa. And I was like, what? Ah! And then Helga goes on to say that one day she'd be standing in the window of the farmhouse and one day she'd be standing out in the yard feeding the chickens and she would just move around in the painting. And Luke mm-hmm. was like, oh, did you ever see her moving? And she was like, no, 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 you wouldn't. She wasn't like walking around in there. She just yeah. every day would be in a different spot mm-hmm. doing different things. And she grew older as time went on. Yeah. And then one morning she was a little old lady. Yeah. And then she just disappeared from the painting. Ugh. What happened? I don't know, but it's that's a really cool concept. I love that. It like, is. That story by itself, yes. creepy as hell. I know. I love it. Makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. So, Helga puts her grandson to bed. <laughs> yes. He's getting all tucked in. Yeah. And we meet his parents, who are, like, dressed and ready to go out. Mm-hmm. And they say, good night, Luke. Good night, mother. No more stories. It's bedtime. Mm. And she's like, Okay. And then they leave. She says, big if true. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Okay, bet. <laughs> so then they leave and Luke is like, can I have one more story? And she's like, hell yeah, you can. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Although it's not really a story that she goes on to tell. No, but... she just continues her description of witches. And yes. she says that witches have very keen senses of smell and they could smell you across the street. He's like, but I'm very clean. I just took a shower. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to. But she says, au contraire. Mm. It is the child. She can still smell you when you're clean. Yeah. She can smell you better when you're clean. Yes. Because if you're covered in dirt, then she smells the dirt and she doesn't know there's a kid under there. But when you're super fresh and squeaky clean, then she smells the child and she knows that you are a child. And to you, you smell like fresh dog's droppings. Oh, no. And Luke is like, that's not true. And she's like, oh, it is. (laughs) So if you ever see a lady holding her nose when she passes you, she might be a witch because she might be smelling fresh dog's droppings. Yeah, and he says, well, I'm never going to shower again. Right. Well, maybe once a month. Yeah, she, he says, I'm never showering again, and I'll have you to thank for it. Yeah. And she's like, you can still shower, but yeah, maybe maybe once a month. Yeah. Just not too often. But so she says, okay, really, it's time for bed, though. So she turns out his lights, and they nuzzle their noses together, and he goes to sleep. So cute. Yeah. Also, like, don't have bad dreams, even though I just told you all this terrible shit. Right? Yeah. Also, she lights a bunch of candles next to his bed, which I'm like, <laughs> and then he go right to bed. Yeah. Who's going to keep an eye on those? He's going to catch fire. God. But also maybe a witch wouldn't be able to smell him. <laughs> if the candles are burning. Yeah. So the next day, his parents are not in their room. I know. He like runs in their room to show them something and it's like their bed is made. You know, there's you not can in tell, there. Yeah, like, nobody has been there. They just haven't there. been there all day. And now the police have come to the front door. Yeah. And they're holding... Luke's mom's scarf. Yeah. And they Helga answers the door and they ask if they can come in mm-hmm. because they have bed. Yes. And the next we see her just sitting on the couch and crying while she's wrapped in Luke's mom's scarf. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in the room and she's like, come over here and sit with me. And yeah. she holds him and wraps him up in it too. And they just like sit there and cry together. And it's very sad. Do they say in the book how they die? 
It's a car accident. Oh, okay. Actually, what is it with Roald Dahl and car accidents? I don't know. In the book, Luke is in the car with them. Oh, shit. I know. It's a lot darker. This is already dark. I know. Jesus, Roald. You okay? <laughs> He's not. He oh. is not. So next we see they're packing to move to England. Okay, because... I do have a question. Yeah. They're in Germany in the beginning. Yeah, they're actually in Norway. Oh, in Norway. Okay. Um, But he and his parents are from America. Yeah. But they're going to England because that's where her house is? Were they all just on vacation in Norway? So they were in... Va- yeah, they were on okay. vacation in Norway. But not... They weren't visiting her. She doesn't live there. Yeah, I guess not. Okay. Or... I don't remember if this is the way it is in the movie, but in the book, he inherits that house. Then so she's in like, Norway? Yeah, no, in England. Oh, okay. So she's like, we'll just go live there, because that was the school he was supposed to go to. So yeah. maybe they are visiting her in Norway, but now she's like, well, you don't have a guardian, so I will move with you to this house that you now own, technically. But he's from America. Yeah, that part I don't understand. Because she keeps being like, we didn't go back to America immediately. Yeah. I have no idea i mean Roald doll's characters are never american so my guess is well except for like maybe like mike tv but yeah his main characters are never american his books are always set in England. so my guess is that he wasn't supposed to go to america ever in the book yeah. it's just because it's an american movie that they're like we'll take but i don't yeah i don't know if he's because yeah, he's confused even in the movie they're like oh i ha-, she says i have a house in england so they go there yeah and then he was supposed to go to this school. Yeah. So I don't know when they were supposed to go to America. Me either. But anyway, they're packing to move to England. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we get a voiceover from Helga. The only time that we get a voiceover, which is annoying to me when that happens in movies. Yeah. Of just being like, we get one voiceover to explain something that we couldn't figure out how to show. So mm-hmm. we'll just have someone tell you. Yeah. It's not like an ongoing thing. No. And it, I mean, it would have been okay if they had just like cut to a small scene of her like maybe sitting and explaining this to some. Well, I don't know. But yeah, it's just weird that there's just one voiceover, but then we don't, like, interact with her as a narrator for most of the movie. Yeah. I know. She could have just told Luke, okay, we're gonna go to England, and he could be like, oh, why are we not going to America? Yeah, or something like that. But anyway, so, yeah, she explains that they're going to England, where she has a house, and that's where the school is that his parents wanted him to go to. Mm Mm-hmm. And we see him going to school. All the kids are dressed like it's fucking Valentine's Day, but that's their, like, school uniform. <laughs> yeah. The girls have on red sweaters and pink skirts. Oh. like, why? Gross. Um, but yeah, we see Luke telling another boy about witches. About yeah. them being bald and wearing wigs. Mm-hmm. And the boy says that he saw a woman with purple eyes just the other day. Yep. Then we see Luke hanging out in a treehouse, and a lady dressed all in black, who appears to think that he smells bad because mm. she's like holding her nose as she gets close to him mm-hmm. approaches him and says hello i like your tree house did you build it and he's like oh me and my dad built it together she's like cool uh i have something for you and she takes off her sunglasses as she does and we see that she has purple eyes oh no and luke is immediately on guard but she's like i found this on my walk and just reaches into her purse and pulls out a live snake yeah and she's like you little boys love snakes yeah like, everybody loves snakes, man. Everybody loves snakes. But he's just like, yeah, no thanks. And starts hollering for his grandma. Okay, wait, I have another question. Yeah. He said he and his dad built this treehouse, but now they're in England. Yeah. This is the this is his parents' house. Or his grandma's house. Maybe they all lived there together. It's a huge house. But then why does she talk about how she didn't take him to America? I don't I don't understand. They didn't need to mention America at all. I'm so all. confused. 
Okay. There's no part because yeah, he doesn't have any kind of accent. And he's she says to a house I owned in England. Yeah, not like back to their home. I mean, I guess you know if she. Was, I don't know why I'm so hung up on this, but like, I'm just like, why? If it's her house and she owned it, then you know she's like, I've got it. You know, maybe he spent summers there, and so yeah. they all the whole family did, and so he and his dad built that treehouse like the previous summer. I don't know, but it doesn't make it makes so much more sense in the book because. That's his parents' house, and he inherits it, so they moved there together. Yeah. Very James and the Giant Peach. I don't know the, what the fuck Nicholas Rogue. Rag. Rog. Rog. Oh, it's just R-O-E-G. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. Rogue. Anyway, yes, Luke starts yelling for his grandma, and this lady is like, no, no, no need to shout. I'll just leave the snake here. Uh, but they wiggle away fast, so better get down here. Well, mm-hmm. or I can just tell him. To not wiggle away. So yeah. So she talks to it. She, yeah, looks at it in the eyeballs and then, like, sets it down and then it just doesn't move for the rest of yeah. her standing there. And she's like, what if you had some chocolate instead? I've also got this giant chocolate bar in my purse. You can have that. And he still is just hollering for his grandma, climbing yeah. higher and higher up into the tree. And the witch is like, she can't hear you. Yeah. And then says, isn't your name Luke? Yeah. And he's I like, <gasps> yeah. So she's still trying to get him to come down telling him you can have the chocolate and the snake all these things are for you and then helga comes out of the house and is like luke dinner time luke so the witch books it yeah and luke tells his grandma what he saw yes the snake disappears Mm -hmm. back into the witch's purse yeah like we just see it on the top of the stone wall and then it like fades out and then she's walking away and she smiles and pulls it out of her purse again yeah she's like i wasn't gonna leave you there buddy right but Helga still believes Luke, you know. Yeah, Luke's like, I'm pretty sure that lady was a witch. Yeah. Because all these things. Yes. So now it's Luke's birthday. Yeah. We hear the... some thunder, but, you know, still a joyous occasion. It looks nice. Yeah, the, the table is just, like, loaded with all of these, like, pastries, and there's a huge cake, and it just looks really fun. Yeah. And Helga has gotten Luke some mice. Yeah, it's cute. For his birthday. Yeah, and he's very excited about them. Yeah. And he's explaining to his grandma all the things that he's going to build for them and do with them and train them to do Mm -hmm. Uh, but while he's doing this she just passes out almost said passes away she just passes out (laughs) she just died (laughs) but she's okay she's fine yeah a doctor comes in and just says oh your grandma has a mild case of diabetes that doctor has a weird mullet she does i think her hair is kind of in a ponytail thing yeah it's just very strange it is strange I also didn't look it up, but she looks exactly like the lady that played Erica's mother in the flashback. I have a feeling it's the same person. Hmm. Anyway. She's just like, lay off the sugar. Mm -hmm. Take these pills. You'll be back to your old self soon. Yes. And I think tells her, too, to stop smoking cigars because she's, like, going to light one up right there in bed. The doctor's like, meh. Yeah. Not in front of me. That's not doing you any good either. Right. And Luke says, told you. (laughs) So then Luke goes back to his room to play with his mice, yep. who he has named William and Mary. Sure. And he sets them down on this giant contraption that he's built, and he's telling Mary Mouse that they're going, once Grandma feels better, they're going to the ocean so that she can, like, continue yeah, to so she can heal get better. and get better and just take some rest. And he's like, you know, you've never been to the ocean, but it's so big and so cool, and we're going to go there, and it'll be great. So much is happening. Yeah, we are not very far into this movie. No. And it's just like, oh, all of these things have occurred. Norway, England. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to the ocean. Yeah, death, yeah. diabetes. Yeah, witches. Witches. Whew. 
So the ocean. There it is. It's big. It's huge. The big blue wet thing. (laughs) They're going to the Hotel Excelsior. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, they get out of the taxi and they check in and right behind them arrives (gasps) Angelica Huston. Yes. Her name is Eva Ernst in this movie. Ava, I suppose. Ava Ernst. Mm -hmm. And everyone is very excited to see her, even though she is not very nice. No, someone's like, you look great. And she says, wish I could say the same for you. Yeah. She's super rude to everybody. She looks very foreboding because she just has like, you know, straight across bangs and then like... Super straight hair. Yeah. Comes down under her chin, Mm -hmm. sort of. And she's wearing like a sexy dress and like her collarbones are hanging out. She's got gloves on. (laughs) Collarbones are hanging out. (laughs) They're not supposed to do that. Not supposed to do that. Yeah. She's... Everyone is just so excited to see her. And we learn that she is the chairwoman Mm. For the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. Yes. And they are there at the Excelsior for their fifth national convention. Right. And we also meet Rowan Atkinson, who owns the hotel. His name is Mr. Stringer. She is just surrounded by women from Mm. the moment that she walks into the hotel. Like, all different kinds of women. Yep. One of them wearing overalls. Oh, yeah. That's very cute. They need to know more about. Oh, yeah. For science. Overall lady. (laughs) Just checking the credits, like, who's in the overall? <laughs> <laughs> so Luke and Helga get to their room, and their plan is for Luke to go and explore while Helga gets ready, and then they'll have tea. Yeah, sounds like a great plan. Yeah. Ava is still in the lobby, and she's looking at a painting with a small child on it, and it, like, zooms in, and we hear just, like, teeny tiny noises. And she just says, hmm. And then, like, taps at it. Yeah. Weird. And then she walks away, and they all get in the elevator, and the child disappears from the painting right did she just like finger tap it to death i don't know (laughs) yeah just kill it or the painting was just like painting child like i'm going in my house now (laughs) i'm out so luke is exploring the excelsior and he makes it to the hotel dining room and he finds a boy there named bruno jenkins yeah and the kid is just taking bites out of these like raisin buns and putting them back Mm because he's like oh the raisins are all on the outside and they're really good so he just bites them and puts it and puts them back yeah there's just little nibbles all the way around Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of those kids that will just start talking and asking questions about everything and not even wait for an answer. Yep. Yeah. How much pocket money do you get? He'd like to know. My dad's rich, but he's very tight. Yes. Just on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, he's talking about how he loves the cucumber sandwiches, but not when they make them with margarine, only when they make them with butter. Right. And then a girl who works at the hotel comes in and starts just, like, taking some of the platters away and putting new ones. And he's like, oi, have those <laughs> cucumber sandwiches got margarine in them? And she's like, Piss off, you obnoxious little boy. Yeah, he starts trying to, like, grab at stuff before she can even put the platters down. And she's like, I know. I'd love to go to a hotel where there's just food out all the time, though. Yeah. I I love that idea. Yeah, continental breakfast. Starts at 6 a.m., ends at (laughs) 6.15. Great. It's just muffins. Yeah. Anyway, then we hear some screaming. More like squealing. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Coming from down the hall, and we see a maid running, and she tells Mr. Bean... That she saw some mice in a bed. Yes. And she Luke, doesn't... I don't know that she uses the word mice, because she's so, like... That's true. She's just like, I were, saw them. They were terrible. Little, and they had teeth, and they were white, and... Yeah. Yeah. But so, Luke overhears this. Yes. And knows exactly which room she's talking about. Right. So he takes off running to his own room, and he grabs William and Mary and puts them back in their cages, just as the hotel owner comes into the room. Yeah, without even knocking. No, just walk. Like, in. I know you own it, but you can't do that. Yeah. No. But he comes in and he says, can't allow mice, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But Helga says, why not? You've already got rats. I saw one this morning. Yes. 
And, and he's he- like, excuse me, you didn't even get here till this afternoon. Right. She's like, morning, afternoon, it's all the same to me. Yes. And Luke is like, I can show you where they've been chewing on the cakes in the lounge. Yep. Because He's Bruno smart. was down there chewing on shit. Uh-huh. And so Helga threatens to call the health department and have it sh- all shut down unless he lets Luke keep his mice. Yes. And he's like, whatever. Fine. They have to stay in this room. They have to stay in their cage. I don't want to see him out. Yeah. Ever. And they're like, okay, all right, that's fine. And so he leaves. And Luke goes and is telling her, I've designed this entire huge mouse house and I'm going to teach them to walk the tightrope and it's yeah. going to be really cool. He has a whole big like piece of paper that he lays out on the bed with like drawings of everything that he wants to build for his mice and it's so cute. Yeah. She's like, you did this? This is so incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm so impressed with you. And she's like, how am I? Or he says, you know, I have to keep training the mice. Like, I can't stop. And I'm like, you can. Absolutely. Yeah. For just a couple days. Right. So you don't lose them in this hotel, for one thing. I know. It makes and me also nervous. get kicked out. Every time he's just carrying them around. Yeah. I'm like, they're gonna leave. He just sets them down. They're mice. I know. But she's like, of course you have to keep training your mice, but don't do it in here or you'll get caught. And I'm yeah. like, what? this is the best room to do it in. Anyway, it yes. doesn't matter. But... She says, it's tea time. I'm so excited. I love English tea. There's so many little cakes. There's little shortbreads. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, 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 grandma. That's too much sugar. And you'll die. Yep. She says, I shall end up eating the same diet as your mice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then we get to the tea room and an Irishman, or maybe he's a British man. I cannot figure his accent out because I feel like it keeps changing. Is it um, Bruno's dad? Yeah. I thought he was Scottish. See, I don't know. Yeah. Because I feel like it keeps changing. Yeah. Bruno doesn't sound Scottish. No. He just sounds like a little British boy. Yeah. But then his dad has this heavy accent, but he's not... They're in England, right? Yes. Right now. Yeah. And they're, he's not from there because he's like, everyone in this country loves getting in line for things. Mm. So he's not from there, but his accent's just kind of flip-flopping all over the place. Yeah. Anyway, he's complaining that he has to wait in line, telling jokes that no one is listening to, and he's yeah. laughing at his own jokes. He's like, they'd queue up for their own funerals if they could. Then we see Mr. Stringer, and he's like ins- trying to sneak through people and inspect the cakes, and yeah. he is finding that they indeed have been nibbled on. They have. He's like, oh shit. Yes. And Helga is saying that she knows Ava from somewhere. She doesn't use her name because she doesn't know her name, but. Yeah. But she's just like, I just know that woman. Like, I've seen her before. Right. Because she's also sitting in the dining room yeah. or the tea room, whatever. And they're kind of staring at each other. Yeah. Just like, keep glancing over at each other. Yeah. And she can't remember, but she's excited about the cucumber sandwiches. Yeah. And then she bites one. Fish paste. (sighs) He's like, Grandma, you got the wrong one. (laughs) And she takes a sip of her tea and she says, ah, and there's sugar in the tea. Yep. Grandma. I wish I had a count of how many times he says grandma in this movie because it's a lot and he says it the same way every time. At least a hundred. Grandma. Sugar can kill you. But she's like, it's just a little bit of sugar. I'll be fine. But something very weird is going on around here because I think she's like, I definitely didn't pick up fish paste sandwiches. I picked up cucumber sandwiches. Yeah. And I didn't put any sugar in my tea. Yeah. Something weird is happening. She's like, anyway, it's fine. And we see Ava is like staring at their table and then focuses her attention on Bruno Jenkins and his parents. Yes. And Mrs. Jenkins is like, you have to go outside and enjoy the sunshine. I didn't bring you here so that you could watch television and eat all day like look at all those other kids yeah. playing outside in the sun you have to go out there too at this point don't I was tell just... me what to do with my vacation right all the dialogue in this movie sounds like background noise yeah it just 
it feels like I'm waiting for something else to happen. Like, this is like, yeah, just background noise. It's kind mm. of happening. And I'm waiting for the actual dialogue to start. Right. Even between Luke and his grandma. Yeah. Like, it all just sounds like it's just a little bit muted. Yeah. The sound levels are very strange. The yeah. background noises are really loud, which makes the dialogue feel like it's in the background, too. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But everything is just kind of at the same level. But it, yeah, it all just sounds like I'm waiting for the main characters to start talking louder than I mean, I am waiting happening. for the main characters. Cause... Well, yeah, that's true. But we see that a man is setting mouse traps while Luke and Helga are going back to their room. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to take his mice and go exploring. And she says, OK, but don't get in trouble. Also, Luke's pants are really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're like acid wash jeans. Yeah. Like the really light denim acid wash. And they have like cargo pockets also, uh-huh. but they're like um elastic around the ankles. Oh yeah. They just like those would be in style right now. Yeah. Yeah. That is tight. Oh I could go for those. And the I they have like pouch pockets. Yeah. Because he like puts his mice in there uh-huh. and they're not like getting squished. Like yeah. they're very much like outside of the pants pockets. Yeah. But I guess yeah, just cargo. Yeah, but they're big. Types. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool. So he's like looking around. He sticks his head in the back room where we see some hotel employees are playing cards. Mm-hmm. And like Mr. Stringer is also there like trying to poke through them and, you know, see where the mouse traps are going. Yeah. And he and Luke make eye contact mm-hmm. and he kind of glares at him and Luke is like, and just backs out. So he goes instead into a big room full of red chairs. Mm-hmm. There's a stage with a table on it and he goes around to the side of the stage to train his mice for whatever reason. Kids do be like this, though. Yeah, they're just like, I'm going to go play in this corner. Yeah. Which is fine. And I mean, because his grandma, too, was like, well, you can't train your mice in our room because the mates might come and find them. So you have to go somewhere else. But also, why are the mates coming in your room while you're in there? Just tell them not to. I know. Just lock the doors. Put the do not disturb signs on there. You're there to relax. Not be annoyed by mates. I think a little bit is just her being like, we'll do whatever we want. And because Mr. Stringer was like, you can't, the mice have to stay in this room. And she's like. Oh, no, they fucking don't. Because right. his grandma is very much like that through this whole movie. Yes. Do whatever but I want. It's just, I don't know. I mean, he's in this, like, important looking room. Yeah. You know? Where and, like, they're clearly, it's set up for something. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they know, because they were in the lobby at the same time, they know that that convention is happening. Mm-hmm. And also, like, yeah, I would be afraid I was going to lose my mice. Yeah. Because this room is huge, and if they take off running, like, who knows where they go? But so, yeah, so he goes in this room and there's like one of those like folding screens. Yeah. And he like kind of pulls that around him a little bit and goes and hangs out behind it, pulls his mice out of his pocket, pulls their little training like tightrope, pulls yeah. a bunch of cookies. So he like yeah. leaves this huge pile of crumbs too, which I'm like, listen, kid, you're yeah. making a fucking mess. They're gonna get mice. Oh, yeah. More mice. Well, <laughs> gonna have a hell of a mice problem later. No, you know those mice are pooping everywhere too. Oh, absolutely. Mice just be pooping. <laughs> But so in walks Ava. Yes. With Mr. Stringer in tow mm. and all of the ladies. <laughs> you put Mr. Bean so many times. I know. And then I started calling him Mr. String Bean, <laughs> which is way funnier. That is funny. <laughs> well, because I didn't catch that his name was Mr. Stringer For at the a while. beginning. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, it's Mr. Bean. Sometimes yeah. I put Zazu. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just to spice it up. Yeah. Those are the only two things that I know Rowan Atkinson has been in. So that's what I went with. But then. Mr. Stringer walks in with Ava Ernst and all of her ladies in tow, and he's explaining, like, yeah, we're going to have dinner later, and then we'll be serving drinks out on the terrace, and she is barely listening to them. She's, like, barking orders at all the ladies, telling them to take their seats. 
So Luke gathers up his mice and kind of hides. And Luke sees that one of the ladies has purple eyes. Yeah. And then looks at another one and she's got her hands fully under her wig and is like scratching at her head. And the lady next to her is like... Like a bit of rash under there too. The lady next to her is like, not yet. And he says, "Uh uh-oh, we got to get out of here. And the whole time that he is trapped in this room, he's like talking to himself. Yeah. He keeps seeing things happening. He goes, whoa. Like, shut up, dude. Not quietly. No. But it's too late. Mr. Stringer has been ushered out the door and a witch lady. Yes, a witch lady. Has locked the door behind him. And so Ava takes the stage amidst much applause. And she tells the ladies, you may remove your shoes. (laughs) And they all take off their shoes. Uh And they don't have toes. Ew. And then she says, you may remove your wigs. And so they all start taking off their wigs. And they're all bald under there. And they all have like itchy gross scalps happening Ew. she rem- begins to remove her own wig and peel off her face yeah and so she's like halfway in it where she's got the one hand with her wig like halfway off her head and she's got her pe- she's like peeling her face off like a couple inches down and then she stops she's just like does a quick check mm. is the door locked and bolted right and the other witch is like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We- we're good she says, okay, good. So then she takes her wig off and she peels off her face the rest of the way. And the group is all doing the same, taking mm. their gloves and their shoes and their wigs off and just, you know, getting real comfy in there. Yeah. I bet it smells great. <laughs> yeah. But Ava is now her true ugly bald self. Yeah. It is pretty gross. She yeah. Has- her skin is gross. Her nose is huge. Her teeth are bad. She has no hair. Her ears are big. Her fingers are so long. Super long. She has a big hump on her back. I think she got taller, too. Yeah. She just looks really tall. Yeah. And her, like, collarbones are, like, all withered. Like, yeah. standing out really harshly and her skin is, like, super wrinkly. <laughs> so her makeup took six hours to apply. Oh. And then another six hours to take off. Oh, my God. Just rip it off. I know. <laughs> like, why does it take... You don't have to take it off with as much precision as you put it on. It doesn't matter if it's Unless crooked or anything. There were, yeah, pieces that they couldn't tear to reuse or something. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Ugh. She said there was one scene where she's giving a monologue and she said, I was so uncomfortable and tired of being encased in rubber and under hot lights for hours that the lines had ceased to make any sense to me at all and all I wanted to do was cry. Oh. I know. <laughs> I feel I really mean, bad for her. I bet it's uncomfortable as hell. Yes. But so now, in her true form, she addresses the room, says, Vitches of England! And they're all like, yeah, that's us! Hell yeah, we're doing so good! And she says, you're a disgrace! Oh, I know. She calls them miserable, good-for-nothing worms. She says, there are hundreds of thousands of children everywhere. Why? Why? (laughs) You only bring me one child a week and this place is crawling with children. Yes, and a witch stands up and says we'll do better yeah and ava says better isn't good enough i demand maximum results maximum results i'm pretty sure the witch that stands up and says that is the witch that tried to kidnap luke earlier Mm, yeah so how interesting that they're both here i guess she has all the witches in england but she says here are my orders Mm. every child in england shall be destroyed every one of them every single one and luke is in the corner watching Making so much noise. Making and so he's much like noise. right by the stage. There's no wow. way no one would have seen him. Wow. Yeah. Gotta be quiet, dude. One witch, quietly to her seatmate, says, We can't possibly kill all the kids in England. Yeah, and not even in like a 
oh, this is a bad idea. Just like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Yeah. Kind of way, but Ava hears her. Yes. Who spoke? Yells at her. Was it you, String Bean? Was it you, you fat piece of shit? <laughs> Listen to the woman, John. <laughs> and she, like, says a little rhyme that I forgot to write down. But it's just like, you know, the witch that questions me will burn for eternity. Something like that. Yeah. She keeps telling her that she's going to set her on fire. Yep. And then she does. Yeah, everybody, she's saying this uh, little rhyme and getting more intense. And all of the witches around her understand what's about to happen, so they all, like, move away. Yeah. So they don't get, you know... Caught in the crossfire. That's the word. <laughs> crossfire! Yeah, so she just, poof, up in flames, burns a hole through her chair, and then she's just a little pile of ashes. And no one else in the hotel heard this, I guess, but it's fine. Nope. And so then everybody comes back, sits down, and mm-hmm. Ava says, here's the plan. Go back to your hometowns. Quit your jobs. Mm-hmm. And then... I will give you money and you will open sweet shops. The most respectable sweet shops in all of England. And she's just throwing money around. Yeah, she like just has so much fucking money. Fucking self-help seminar. <laughs> you and get like, money and Woo! you get money. They're all grabbing it up. And she says, I have so much more where that came from. It's up in my room. So everyone will be able to take a bunch of money and you won't face any, like if you have to buy a sweet shop or if you have to open one yourself, like nobody will be like, well, you don't have the capital. She'll be like, you'll be set. Right. Trust yeah. me on that one. You're yeah. good. Yeah, I gotcha. And after you've bought them, we will have a grand gala opening where we give out free candies and chocolates to all the kids. Mm-hmm. And then a witch speaks up and is like, yeah, we'll poison them. That's so smart. Yep. Which, like, the bitch just set somebody on fire. Why yeah, are I you would talking? not be opening my mouth. I mean, they're just trying so hard to, like, say something that she likes. Don't, uh, d- nothing. Yeah. She's mad. I know. Just don't talk. Just don't. Just sit there and clap quietly Ugh. with everyone else. Because she's like... Oh, yeah? You're going to poison all of them? You don't mind getting caught after having poisoned all those kids? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Getting run out of town? You idiot! No. No poison. Instead, we will use magic because we are witches. Yeah, did you forget that? Although, it is a poison. Yeah, it's a potion. Whatever. That has magical properties. It doesn't just kill them outright. It's a potion. Luke's mice, meanwhile, have gone rogue. Yeah, he's like trying to gather them up, but they're like... I'm like, just let him go, dude. They're fucking mice. (laughs) Just let let him go. But Ava explains the potion. It's called Formula 86. You'll Mm -hmm. put it on the chocolates, whatever you sell that day. It has a delay that prevents it from working for two hours. Yep. One witch stands up and says, what does it do? Oh, genius one. Like, please don't set me on fire. But I I do truly would like to know what it does. She's gonna tell you. Just don't speak up. I know. Because she doesn't answer right away. She just goes back into her little monologue. And she says, one dose. And it will wait two hours to work. More than five doses. So look out, Augustus Gloops and Bruno Jenkins of the world. Yeah. And it will work instantly. The child will start to shrink. And grow fur. And a tail. And in a matter of 25 seconds, they're no longer a child anymore. The child will be a mouse! You did a great job. Thank you. She took about seven times longer to say it. I know. What? This scene takes so long. I know. Just like, the child will start to shrink <laughs> and grow fur. I know. I know. I didn't want to take that long. I just, I'm like, what? <laughs> Ma'am. It takes so long. The witches are excited. They love it. They love this idea. They're all whooping and hollering and stomping their feet. And she's like, okay, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Have you seen Requiem for a Dream? No. 
This scene reminds me a lot of the, like, just the camera work in that movie, mm. where it's, like, really sharp, like, angles underneath people's chins, but, yeah. like, also, like, close to their face. Yeah. And, like, I don't know enough about film to explain it, but it's just, like, if you've seen Requiem for a Dream, it's like when his mom is, like, doing all of the diet fad stuff and the way they film those things. It's, like... Yeah. To convey, like, fervor. Yeah. But... I mean, it's almost a fisheye lens. Like, it's not a full-on fisheye lens, yeah. but it just, like, feels like a little... Like, the lens is a little bit weird, and they are just sticking cameras in these people's faces. Yes, while they are while losing they're, their minds. Yeah, clapping, and their eyes are super wide, and yeah. their teeth are nasty, also, and they're, like, sweaty. Also, why did they have nasty teeth? Did they have fake teeth in? I guess, yeah, because they all have nasty teeth now, and they know. didn't beforehand. But they didn't take their faces off, like... No, Ava they just did. got kind of uglier. Yeah. She's the Grand High Witch, so she's super ugly, and That's the rest fine. of them look like ordinary women, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> I don't either. they're excited, mm-hmm. but then she tells them to shut up. Yep. She says, today at 4.15, I gave a chocolate bar to a smelly boy in the lobby that had been dosed with my formula. He ate it all up and asked if I had any more. Mm-hmm. So I told him to come to the conference room for six more chocolate bars or something like that. Yeah. And so that's in five minutes. He's going to come here, and then you'll be able to see how it works. Yeah. And we keep, like... Well, the whole time that this is happening, we keep cutting back to Luke, who is still just standing there listening. And yeah. I guess they need us to remember that he's in the corner. Right. But every time we see him, he's, like, smashed his glasses up against this, like, screen that he's behind. Yeah. And it just looks so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. stop it. No. It's very... I don't know if these glasses hurt his face or something, because he is always, like, moving them around or, like, smushing them up against, like... I don't know. It's I wonder just if super he weird. just doesn't usually wear glasses, like the actor. Yeah. And so he doesn't even, like, isn't conscious of, like, running his glasses into shit. Because I don't wear glasses very often, and when I'm wearing mine, I always run them into things. I know, but you don't, like, squish them up against something and just leave it there with no, them yeah. all, like, poked up in your eyebrow. <laughs> or, like, whatever he's doing this whole time. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. But anyway, the witches are super excited. And so Eva's like, put your wigs and gloves on quickly. The child will be here soon. And she's just like... The whole time they're doing it, she's like, quickly, quickly, you're taking too long. Put your wigs back on. Put your gloves back on. Quickly, let's do it. And I'm like, yeah, man, they're literally going as fast as they can. Yeah, like, she just talks them through the whole time. More than five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I d- Every single choice in this movie baffles me. But anyway, there's a knock at the door. When you know it, it's Bruno Jenkins. It's Bruno Jenkins. Yep, he is ushered in. Mm-hmm. But he feels very uncomfortable because obviously everyone's just like sitting around staring at him. And honestly, chittering. Yes. Yeah, and they're all holding their noses when he walks past. Yeah. And I do it's not just a weird sitch. Wanna talk about how Ava behaves in the next part. It is so uncomfortable. I know. I know. Like, I don't like this movie. No. I hate this. I know. It's <sighs> okay. I'll do my best. You just just you just come along with me for this run. Because <sighs> he, he sees Ava. And immediately, like, is no longer worried about the weirdness. He's yeah. like, hey, that lady promised me six bars of hazelnut whipple chocolate, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and they're just like, okay. So he, like, marches up there. <sighs> yeah, so Ava is standing on stage, like, leaning against this table, like, in a sultry way. And she's, like, breathing very straight. Like, she's just, she's breathing, like, what's her face? In Joyce. Edward Scissorhands, Joyce, yeah, when yeah. she's getting her hair cut. So, like, this is a very exciting, thrilling it's thing that's happening for her. worse, though. Yeah. Because the camera angle is, like, from her hips, sort of. Yeah. 
And, like, she's moving one of her hands. Like, she looks like she's jerking off. She really does, yeah. Because her hand is, like, in front of her vagina. Yeah. And then at a certain point. But we don't see her hand, but we do see, her like, the way her arm is moving. Right. And she's, like, gyrating slowly and breathing really heavy. Yeah, and wiggling the hand that's in front of her. So weird. I mean, it genuinely, yeah, just looks like she is masturbating. Jerking it. In front of this child and room full of ladies. So it's very straight. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Soup's inappropriate. The director specifically chose this costume for her to wear and wanted to emphasize her sex appeal at all times, despite her grotesque appearance. And I was like, why? It's a movie about children. I don't get it. Why do you want- <laughs> I can't what? speak. Ugh, anyway. Ladies, she says, may I introduce Bruno? And she yeah. says, all right, your chocolate is up here. Come and get it. So he comes up on the stage. And he's like, all right, give it to me. But she says, I said you could have it at 6.15 and that's in 15 seconds. So just stand there and wait. Yeah. And, and he's like, like I, d- I still don't even see any chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. And all the witches are laughing at him and he's like laughing along with them, but yeah. like super nervously. And then she starts a countdown and then Bruno turns into a mouse. She does a humpy countdown too. I know. <laughs> Oh, and then Bruno turns into a mouse in the worst way possible. Oh, yeah. It's nasty. It is gross. Yeah. And it's a really weird transition, but he does turn into a cute little fat brown mouse. Yep. And he runs away. And he just runs away. Yeah. And Luke's just like, whoa. I mean, I didn't... I don't know. I kind of half expected him to, like, run out and try and save him. I know. But he I just watches he all of this happen. Too, yeah. I'm glad he didn't. I know. I mean, just, I don't know what else yeah. he would do, but, like, he's just, just watching it. He didn't know what was going to happen either. Well, she did say, but I mean, you know, he's like, yeah. oh, maybe that's not true. I don't know. Yeah. But what, yeah, truly, what are you going to do? If you go out there, you're going to get killed too or turn into a witch or turn into a mouse. So yeah. there's nothing he can do, but I did expect him to like try and save him anyway, but he didn't. So anyway, Ava says, all right, meeting's over. Get out. That's it. Go. Get out of here. Go on. It's a 15 minute meeting. I know. This whole room and all the setup and all the chairs and everything just so she could be like, <laughs> okay, get out. Yeah, so she says, tonight before dinner, you will all come to my room in groups of 10. I'll give you each a bottle containing 500 doses and lots of money for buying your shops. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a banquet and there will be children there. So don't forget your nose plugs. Yes. And then we'll have drinks on the terrace. Yes. Bye. Goodbye. But as they're all leaving and the lady who is like kind of in charge of the meeting, the one who like locked the door and then unlocked it to let Bruno in. I think she in. works at the hotel too. Yeah. yeah. She's like cleaning up. And so she's still on the stage and she smells something and she's like sniffing around where Luke is hiding. She calls out to Ava. She says, wait, don't leave yet. I smell dog's droppings. (laughs) They say that like that so many times. I don't know. Dog's droppings. So they all start sniffing and Luke gets up and moves to a worse hiding place. Like it is no longer a hiding place. Yeah. I don't know if it's a better vantage point for him or he feels like he can get up and run, but he is no longer hidden. He's just kind of out in the open. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time before someone sees him. I don't know how they didn't smell him before. I know because He's there were right three the witches stage. on the stage yeah. at first and it's not until they leave that they smell him. Like if he had been in an actual corner, that would be one thing, but he right. really was like right next to the stage. Yeah, the whole time. Anyway, all the witches sniff him out and mm-hmm. he has to make a break for it. Yep. He runs through the witches. Yeah. Uh, the camera follows, like, I don't, it's, I don't like it. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's wearing a GoPro on his chest, almost. Yeah. Like, they grab after him. 
Yeah, he's like crawling through their legs and yeah. like jumping over jumping over chairs and stuff. Yeah. And he gets away and outside the ballroom, but then he's still like in the hotel and they're still chasing after him. And so he picks up a chair and smashes it through a window yeah. and climbs out of the hotel. Yeah. And they continue to chase him. All of them. Yeah. Through this hotel. Right. With no one noticing. No. I forgot to mention it, but earlier while this is happening, there's like a scene where we cut to Helga who's just like sitting on her bed Mm. and she just like slumps over. Yeah. And it's hard to know if she like fell asleep or if she passed out again. Yeah. She looks kind of uncomfortable. Like she looks a little bit like she knows it's coming on and then like. So I think it's like a passing out sort of thing. Yeah. It's because she had one sugar. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but then, so, while Luke is running out into the countryside with all these witches chasing him, we cut back to Helga again, and she's still just, like, passed out in her room. Yeah, because he's kind of, like, yelling for her, but she's like, well, I'm, uh, dead. So. Grandma! <laughs> the witches chase Luke around the yard, yeah. and there are, like, people Yeah, and they out. do not pay attention. No. No. Because I was like, oh, cool, he made it outside. He's safe. No. No. They don't care. These people do not give a shit. Eva is, like, chasing after him, too, but kind of gets distracted by a baby in a pram. Like, there's a lady mm-hmm. on a bench, and yeah. she's asleep, and the baby is, like, in the stroller next to her. And Eva's, like, talking to the baby and making faces at it and, like, boops its little nose. And then she's like, bye-bye, and pushes it down a hill. This is how Peter Pan was made. Yes. <laughs> and the mom, like, immediately wakes up and starts chasing after the baby, but, like, you Eva's know. Eva's just standing there, too. Yeah, she's just right behind her. Like, she just... Pushed it and then just stood there. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit. What happened to getting caught doing stuff? I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the mom is chasing after. No, I mean, yeah, because she's like, she's in full view and it's not like, oh, I don't know what she looked like. She's very distinct looking and everybody here knows who she is because she's like. a lot of people around. Yeah. Yeah. She's the lady, like, for the prevention of cruelty to children. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. No, it's fine. Um, Yeah, the mom cannot catch up. It's going too fast. Mm-hmm. But Luke was hiding in some bushes and sees it all go down and is at a good vantage point to jump out, spring into action, chase it down, and catch it right before it goes over a cliff. Yes. He just leaves the baby there and takes off running again. I know. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know what else he was supposed to do. Right, because the witches have all, like, sub... Converged? Keep wanting to convert. I keep wanting to say submerged. <laughs> Not at all. The witches have all, like, converged on him and this pram, and so he's just like, well, didn't go over the cliff, I guess. Hopefully nobody pushes it from this point. I know. But he, you know, yeah, he's got to get out of there. So he takes off running and finally makes it back to his hotel room. Yep. And he has lost his glasses somewhere along the way. It doesn't seem to bother him, though. Nope. But he gets back to his room, and his grandma won't wake up. He's, like, shaking her. Grandma! Grandma! And then... Eva and her secretary just walk into their room. Yeah, nobody locks their fucking doors in this hotel. What's up? Guess not. Yeah, and he just looks at her and says, my grandma! Yeah, like, she gives a shit. Like, he can appeal to her sense of humanity or something. Right. But Eva says, an old adversary. And then she, like, starts walking towards him, and he says, if you hurt my grandma! And then she just slaps him, because he's a little kid, and she doesn't give a shit. And also, what are you gonna do about it? Right, yeah. It's just very strange, and his acting in this moment is incredibly bad. It's yes. not that bad for most of the movie, but in this moment, real bad. Also, I don't know if you bring it up at all in the notes or anything, but, like, this adversary thing between Helga and Ava never gets explained. No, it's so stupid. 
Like, I guess Ava has been the Grand High Witch the whole time? Maybe? And that's why Helga's like, oh, I kind of remember her. But I feel like you would fucking remember her. Like, you would see her and be like, oh shit, that's her. I looked for the Grand High Witch when I was a little girl and I never found her. Yeah. That's it. So she, I guess she wouldn't know what she looks like. But yeah, so then Ava's like, oh, an old adversary. And it's like, why? Right. Also, did she hunt witches as a little girl? Because she didn't tell that story. She told the story of, like, Erica going missing. Yeah, she just said she went looking for her and then they the witches hunted her and that's how she lost her finger. And it, none of it makes any sense. I don't understand. This movie doesn't make any sense. No. Anyway, we're back in the conference hall. They've just carried the screaming child through the whole hotel and nobody noticed. Yeah. It's fine. Nobody gives a shit. And they, like, a bunch of witches have Luke by one each of his limbs and they're, like, putting him down on the table. And, and they're, the like... the door is open to the conference room. Yeah. They don't close it. Who cares? The, the witches are saying, we've got him, madam, which doesn't make any sense because Eva and her secretary are the ones who found him and grabbed him. So why are yeah. they now saying, Madam, we've got him? Like, yeah, why? I don't get it. And she's looking at like, oh, you know, good. You caught him. So I don't. did they add that scene later where she goes into the hotel? None of it makes any fucking sense. Uh, anyway, so they hold him down and Ava pours an entire bottle of Formula 86 into his mouth, even though it only takes five doses for it to work instantly. But she just pours the whole thing, and she's like, 500 doses? Nah. That's a waste, because he's just going to turn into a mouse. Right? Okay. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. We I see... don't know, but he turns into a mouse. Yes. And it's a very cute mouse. It's so cute. And is his it... transformation into a mouse is less gross. Yeah, we don't really see it happening. We just yeah. see his clothes. We see it from his point of view, yeah. where like he shrinks into his clothes, and cool Ava shot. is like laughing at him the yeah. whole time. Um, and we, like, cut back to Helga real quick, who's, like, kind of waking up and, like, having a bad dream about it, yeah. but still just laying in bed. And then we go back to the conference room, and we see him as a mouse, and it is, this is the best thing that has happened this entire time. Yeah. This is the cutest mouse I have ever seen. And I'm like, oh, there's Jim Henson. Yeah, it's a very Jim Henson mouse. But Ava says, kill him! And all the witches just start stomping on his clothes. Why didn't they just hold on to... Why didn't they just kill him as a human or hold on to him when he turned into a mouse? I don't understand. I don't know. But then they're all stomping on his clothes and he gets away and she's like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. He runs into the vents. Mm -hmm. And immediately starts looking for Bruno. Bruno! He says, Bruno, wow, I don't believe it. I can talk. Bruno! Yeah. I was like... (sighs) And then he finds him right away. He finds him. There he is, eating some food. He says, it's me, Luke. You can talk too. This is weird. I was like, this is all just, just this is just dumb shit to say. Yeah, it's weird and, that you can talk. I know. And Bruno is eating like some food that he found, and he's like, "This is really good." Yeah. And Luke is like, "It's so weird that we're mice." And Bruno's like, "I'm not a mouse." Yeah. <laughs> just because you're a mouse doesn't mean that I'm a mouse. And it's like, bruh, you are in the vents. Yeah. He's just so food motivated. Just eating. Don't you see your little hands? He wants to know, Bruno wants to know when they're going to change back, as he's not too keen on being a mouse. Yes. But Luke says, mm, probably never, my dude. Yeah, I, don't, I think we're just like this forever. But I'm worried about my grandma. She wouldn't wake up, so I'm going to go poker, I guess, with I'm my gonna, little mouse hand. Yeah, go try to find her. You should come yeah. with me. Yeah, and Bruno's like, no, I think I'm going to stay here and eat this cake. And he's like, well, she's got dry roasted peanuts. Yeah. And Bruno's like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Let's go. Lead the way. They, these puppets, like, 
these little mice are like more realistic yes. than Jim Henson usually does. Mm-hmm. But the way they talk and the way they move is like, oh, it's Jim Henson all the way. Yeah, it's like that mouse from Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Which mouse? Oh, the little mice that are in the wall. Yeah. No cheeses for us pieces. Yeah. This is fucking killing me. <sighs> <laughs> yep. <sighs> so as they're headed towards the rooms, they run into William and Mary. Yeah. And Luke is like, hey, my mice, what's up, guys? Are you okay? But they can't talk because they're for real mice. Yeah. And Luke is like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I really don't know what else he's going to do, but he's like, I'll catch you guys later. Bye. Yeah. And they're just like, squeak, 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 squeak. Because they don't <laughs> recognize him at all because he is not a man. Yeah. I'm not a squirrel. I'm a boy. I mean, I'm an I'm an old man. I'm an old man. <laughs> Helga is awake. Thank goodness. I was worried about her. Yeah, that's fair. But she's awake and she's dressed and her dress is very pretty. And she's trying to find Luke, but he's not in the room. So she's just like, oh, well, I guess I'll go find something to do. Yeah. She assumes he's fine just playing somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Luke and Bruno have made it back into the conference room. Which, I was like, which direction were you? I thought they were going up, but they're back in the conference yeah. room. But thankfully, it's empty. Mm-hmm. So they're running through it to get out into the hotel lobby. And Bruno is complaining about having to run. He's yeah, just he's like, just like, I'm not very good at sports. I hate sports. <laughs> it's not good to run on a full tummy. I know. When is your tummy not full, Bruno? That's why it's not good to run. I mean, I'm with him. Yeah. But they make their way across the lobby, which is just a lot of shots of, like, almost getting stepped on. Mm-hmm. They get to the stairs, but there's no way that they can make it up them. No. Bruno sees his dad, and he's like, I'm gonna go talk to him. He'll fix it. But Luke is like, he does not know who you are. He will not recognize you, and he will step on you. Yeah. Do not go over there. Right? Please just trust me. Yeah. So they get into the elevator instead, and they're, like, inside a bag of potato chips. Yeah, there's potato just a, chips. a little bag of chips on the elevator floor yeah. in this very nice hotel. Yeah. So they're hanging out under that and then the elevator gets to the room, gets to the floor that they're supposed to be on. And they go running out real quick and then Bruno's tail almost gets caught. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I forgot my tail. Yeah, but he's fine. Yeah. And then they run down the hallway and get to Luke's room, but the door is closed. I know, but I'm like, there's definitely like, mice can flatten themselves so small. You could definitely fit under yeah. this door. There's like a huge crack under there, yeah. but he's just like, oh shit, what do we do? So they go find the maid's cart Mm -hmm. and they climb up onto it. Yes. And it is now that we learn that this maid, the one who saw the mice earlier and was screaming about them, Mm -hmm. and Mr. Stringbean, who owns the hotel, are banging. Yeah. And I don't care. No. This has nothing to do with anything else in this movie and I don't care. Allowed. It's just this weird, like... Secret thing they have. Secret thing. And I don't know why they keep it a secret. Or why it keeps coming up because I don't care. Yeah, it's not interesting. But anyway, the yeah, we, other maid. Yeah, has purple eyes because she is a witch. She's a witch. And she's trying to like grab a bunch of stuff and get around the. We don't even learn this maid's name, I don't think. I just keep calling her the horny maid in my notes, <laughs> which is really not fair to her because, you know, yeah, she's people just be in horny. love with this dude. And that's yeah, okay. it's, there's nothing wrong with she's being just horny. She's in love with Mr. Bean. Yeah, it's just weird. But anyway. She is supposed to clean Helga's room, but the witch maid is like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. Like, is grabbing her stuff. Yeah. And so she's trying to get in her room. But while she's knelt down, grabbing a towel. You know, horny maid, witch maid, rubber maid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, So the other maid, the horny maid, is grabbing a towel and Bruno and Luke just, like, flop out of it and onto the carpet. And she's like, and starts freaking out. Yep. 
and all this commotion is happening, and then Helga opens her door and looks down and sees the witch maid and her glowing purple eyes, and yeah. she's like, whoop, yeah. and closes her door again, but gives enough time for Luke and Bruno to run into the room. Once inside, Luke calls to her and says, I'm here, by the phone, Grandma, it's me. He's yeah. a tiny mouse. Are you all right, he wants to know? Yeah. And she's like, Luke? Luke! Luke? Luke! <laughs> she sounds like Etta May yeah. in The Rescuers. Yeah. Luke! Yeah. Luke! <laughs> Go get even rude. <laughs> she's a little more European. She's like, Luke! Yes. But uh, it's so cute that he's like, are you okay? He's a fucking mouse and he's concerned about yeah, her. Yeah, she I finally just... sees him and sits down next to him. Yeah. And he's like, it could be worse. I got away. I'm still alive. I know. I mean, there, there are many faults with this movie, but their relationship is adorable. Yes. And like Luke as a character is pretty freaking cute. Yes. Um, He never lets anything like get him down. No, he's just like, well, got to do it. He's like, I'm a mouse now, so yeah. it's going to be harder, but I'll still figure it out. I'm yes. worried about my grandma. But she is, like, shaking and crying, yeah. and she's like, oh, Luke, I'm so sorry. I should have kept you safe. I mean, this place is crawling with witches. She didn't know that yet, but... Yeah, and he says there are so many witches here, and the Grand High Witch is here, too. Yeah! And she starts to say something else, but then Bruno <laughs> is like, hey! Because <laughs> she's sat on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he, when she stands up, and she's like, oh, my God! Yeah. And Bruno doesn't even say anything except, like, I heard you have dry roasted peanuts. Yeah. Give me them peanuts. Yeah. And Luke's like, this is my friend, Bruno Jenkins. Yep. <laughs> and Helga is just like, okay. And she just like scatters a bunch of peanuts across the bed. And Bruno's like, fuck yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah. But while that's happening, Luke explains Eva's plan about the money and the sweet shops and the Formula 86 and whatnot. Yeah. So then we cut to Eva, who is having drinks at the fundraiser. Yes, and a man comes to talk to her. Yeah. Bruno's dad. Yeah, it's Mr. Jenkins, but I didn't realize it at first because I just feel like his accent is flip-flopping all over the place. Yeah. But anyway, yes, it is Mr. Jenkins. Yeah, and he's like, it's always nice to see a fellow philanthropist. And Ava's like, oh, you collect stamps? And he's like, no, I deal with charities like you. Yeah, philanthropy, charity work, right? She's like, okay. (laughs) Like this RSPCC. Yeah. And Ava's like, I don't know what that is. The RSPCC. PC what? And her secretary's like, the prevention of cruelty to children. She's like, oh, yes, of course, the children. Children? She has such a hard time just with the word children. I know, it's stupid. And her secretary holds a bowl under her mouth in case she throws up. Yeah, and then Mr. Jenkins just puts money in it. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, you really can't even say the word children? Maybe you shouldn't have put it in your thing. Yeah. That you're pretending to be the chairwoman of. Just a thought. It's just a stupid it is stupid thing that keeps happening through the movie. Also, the whole time that they're talking to each other, Mr. Jenkins is like not quite facing her. It's al- they're almost standing like shoulder to shoulder as yeah. though they're not supposed to be talking to each other. Yeah. It's just it, it's super weird because Ava is just like, "Oh, yes, hello, whatever," but she, he's just like kind of sideways and he's staring at his wife the whole time. Yeah, who, who is- like has a seat has a drink for him, is like, come over here. And yeah. he's just like making eye contact with her and flat out ignoring her. Yeah. And, and she finally gives up. Like, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> like, she yeah. doesn't say anything. She just keeps huffing. Yeah. So back at their room, Luke is saying that he could get to the Grand High Witch's food and put her formula in it, but he needs his grandma's help. Yeah. She's like, okay. He's got to go steal the formula first. Yes. So- Fortunately, her room is right underneath theirs. How did he know that? I don't know. 
He just knows. Yeah, so he... His grandma has, like, this half-made sock that she's been knitting. Mm -hmm. So she puts him in it and lowers him down to the balcony below Mm -hmm. where the Grand High Witch is staying. Yeah. And the dialogue here is so weird because she keeps talking to him. Yeah, at normal volume. But he's a mouse and he's a floor below her. Yes. And he keeps talking back to her. Yes, and it's like they can hear each other. But she just keeps going, Luke, Luke. Luke, be careful. Luke, be careful. And he's like, I will. Don't don't go so fast. And she goes, be careful, Luke. And he's like, I will. And it's like it's like they recorded all of these lines separately and then they pieced them together. Yeah. And it's just so very strange. And I just yeah, and how are they how can they even hear each other? They can't. Then he gets safely down to the balcony, but once you know it, the Grand High Witch has a cat. Oh, she's allowed to have a cat? Yeah. In the hotel? Yeah. He runs away from the cat and into a plant, and he's calling over and over for his grandma. He's just like, Grandma, Grandma, Grandma! Yeah, he climbed up into, like, it's not a tree, but it's, like, a house plant that's very tall. Yeah, like a ficus, like a potted, you know. And she's just like, Luke, what's happening? Are you all right? Why aren't you answering me? And he, at the same time, is like, Grandma! And it's like, can you hear each other or not? Because not two seconds ago, you were like, be careful. And he's like, I will. I, it's, I don't understand. It's so confusing and just weird and awkward. And yeah. Yeah. He yells grandma a bunch more. He yells at the cat. He sounds incredibly distressed. Oh, yeah, he's about to get eaten. I know, but it just like made me uncomfortable. It's like, you know, an ants where she's like doing a full on scream. Oh, yeah. Like this child sounds very distressed. Keeps climbing, climbing higher and higher into the plant. We don't cut to his grandma. Like we don't see her. Yeah. It just focuses on this mouse in this plant for a long time. Nothing from her. We don't hear her being like, what's happening? Are you set? You know, she doesn't do anything. No, yeah. I mean, she can't really, I guess, from there. But she's not even talking. She's not even like, get away, cat. She's not dropping shit on the cat. Like, she has so many options and she's doing nothing. We don't even hear her voice. And then finally, the cat gets like smacked in the face with the sock that she's working on. Mm -hmm. And she's like, here, puss, here, chase this. And he starts chasing that instead. And then Luke, immediately calm, is just like, thanks, grandma. Keep him busy. And the cat is making full-on panther noises the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's just like, wow, wow, wow. Like, this is like a giant <laughs> panther noise that you are making. And, and that's a house cat. And keeps being like, come here, pussy. Come here, pussy. pussy so many times. Puss, 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 puss. Well, like, she's Norwegian. I know, but stop. <laughs> so he makes it into the room. Yeah. The cat nearly makes it in. Yeah. And, and even Luke- though he's in a room, a floor below her. Yeah. Is still talking to her. Don't let him in, Grandma. Like, one, she can't hear you. Two, what the fuck do you think she's doing? Three, she only has so much power from the floor above. Yes. (sighs) So he climbs around the room, mostly just showing off how well-trained this mouse is. Yeah. And he accidentally opens (laughs) this, like, little chest that has Eva's fake face in it. Yeah. Even though when it cuts to Eva's face, she is wearing her fake face. I guess she just has more than one. She's got a spare. What if she spills wine on one of them? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like, oops. <laughs> oh, this one is stained. <laughs> Speaking of, cut back to her still flirting with Mr. Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves seductively, even though I'm not even sure she was following the conversation I don't think so. I don't think they were even talking to each other. No, I don't think anyone is actually talking to each other in this entire movie. It's... I think everyone recorded their own lines <laughs> in a completely separate booth, and then they pieced them together like a fridge magnet poem, <laughs> and then they dubbed over it. Like, it, it's just... Oh, it's too much. It's just so 
so weird. But yeah, she's like flirting with him and then saucily leaves. She's like, goodbye. It was so nice to meet you. And then we see Mrs. Jenkins, who just looks extremely cranky. Well, yeah, that would be too. Yeah. So Luke, meanwhile, still looking for the formula, but he can't find it. Yeah. The phone starts ringing. The cat is playing with the yarn. Yep. Phone's ringing. Yep. Cat screeches. A book falls on him. Uh Uh-huh. And would you look at that? What? The vials of Formula 86 are hidden in the book. Incredible. Yeah, he tries to get one out and finally does just as Ava and her secretary come into the room. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. She closes, like, she walks into her room, her secretary is behind her, and she closes, tries to close the door on her secretary. Yeah. The secretary goes, thanks. And, like, in other (laughs) circumstances, in a different movie, this might be funny. But in this movie, it's just not. In this movie, it was probably just an accident. Yeah, maybe so. So Ava is looking for her cat, whose name is Liebchen. The subtitles could not keep up with her saying that. Well, I think she is saying, Liebchen, Liebchen. And then the secretary is like, Liebchen, because she doesn't speak German. (laughs) And so I think it was going back and forth between like, Ava actually saying Liebchen, and then her secretary just being like, a German word that I don't really know. Volkswagen. (laughs) Volkswagen. Bratwurst. Which I was like, all right, my German is rusty Hmm. and very minimal to begin with, but I think I know what this means. And I looked it up and I was correct. Oh, proud of you. I know. I'm so proud of myself. Because just Lieb is like love. Hmm. And if you add chin to the end of things, it just means like little, like Ito in Spanish, where it's just like diminutive and lovely. So it's just like, oh, my little love, which is such a cute name for a cat. It is cute. From this heinous woman. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, I don't know. Do you think she hates kittens? Or just human children. I think just human children. Don't know why. Doesn't make any sense. They never explain it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she finally finds her cat outside on the balcony, still playing with Helga's knitting. Yeah. Helga just stands there hanging out the window and does nothing. Like, she sees Eva come out. She doesn't try to hide. Like, all she would have to do is drop the knitting. Yeah. And leave it. And then she, I mean, Luke couldn't climb back up in it. But he would find a way. He'd find a way. Yeah. yeah, just drop it and get back in your room. But she hears Ava coming. She does nothing. She's just hanging out the window, holding her knitting for the cat to play with. And Ava looks up at her and says, you. Yeah. But Helga is just like, oh, hello. I just dropped my knitting. I'm so sorry. I'm knitting a sock for my grandson. Have you seen him? And Ava's just like, I've never met you before in my life, lady. Like, yeah, why would I know what your who your grandson is or what he looks like? Yeah, I've seen a billion children running around here. We've not spoken. No, I've not seen your grandson. But anyway, she just says, no, I haven't. But if I do, I'll... And then just goes inside and doesn't finish her sentence. No. Which at is least funny. not to Helga. Yeah. Because then when she gets into her room, she says, turn him into a mouse, you meddling old lady. And so it's just like... Is she out of earshot in that room? Because Luke and the grandma were just talking. Who fucking knows? The acoustics in this place are so weird. Anyway, she sets down her cat and starts peeling her face off again. But some giddy witches are knocking on the door because she invited them to come have like drinks in her room or whatever. Yeah. She told all the witches in the conference, come to my room before dinner yes. in groups of 10 and I will give you money, mm-hmm. and I will give you the Formula 86. She said that. Yep. I wrote it down. Yeah. We talked about they it. They didn't write it down. They did not, because two of them are coming to her room, and they're like, oh, I hope we're not the first to arrive. Well, you are. And Ava is peeling off her face. Yeah. And there's a knock on the door, and she says, who is this? While her face is like, she's holding her face in front of her face. Yeah. 
she says who is this and the secretary's like i'll go check and so while she goes to check ava puts her fake face back on yeah and i'm so confused by all of it yeah because they're like they're just fellow witches they already know what you look like yeah you told them to come to your room Mm -hmm. she's like oh you're early were you just gonna take your face off for like five minutes yeah is it just like you can just take your face off it's okay like they already know what you look like and if you're worried about them seeing what you look like why were you bothering to take your face off in the first place because you knew they were coming to your room yeah because you told them to so leapchin sees luke and runs after him Mm -hmm. but she catches him midair leapchin like jumps from the bed to something yeah and ava catches him midair and calls him a bad cat yeah Luke makes it through the open door and out into the hallway. Yep. But the maid witch is there. Yes. So he has to run under the hall runner. Yeah. With a formula. He's like got his tail wrapped around the top of it. He's right. Like, it's like a little tow truck. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And runs along the hall under the rug. I know. And he's like, he gets stepped on at one point and he just mm-hmm. goes, ow. But he's just like <laughs> in serious danger of being crushed this whole time because he can't see where he's going. And yeah. I'm just like, dude, get out from under the rug. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so unnecessarily dramatic. But he makes it. He makes it. He gets upstairs and he says, there's 500 doses in there, Grandma. We could turn all the witches. Mm -hmm. And Helga's like, yeah, great idea. But first we have to get Bruno back to his parents. Why? I don't know why that has to happen right now. Like, why don't you deal with the witches first? Yeah. But she says, no, it's it's about time. Bruno's parents will be worried about him. So we have to be getting him back to his parents. I bet they're not. They're not. And Bruno says, oh, it's, you know, what time is it? And she's like, it's seven. He's like, they'll be in the bar. Dad will be having this and mom will be ordering this. It yeah. gives you an appetite. And the grandma's like, oh, does it? No, they're alcoholics. It's right. fine. But yeah, so she puts the mice in her handbag and takes them down to the bar to find Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins. Helga says hello. Mm-hmm. And tries to get them to, like, talk to her somewhere more private. But... Yeah fucking mr jenkins is like no this is our table and we're not moving yeah he's like any other time we would go somewhere else but you know this is what we do every night and it's like how long have you been in this hotel right he's like this is what we do every night we're not moving from this table if you have anything to say you can say it to us right here at this table and helga's like okay yeah she's like it's about bruno yeah and he's like like, oh did he break something we'll just pay you for it right but she says no it's you know, my grandson saw it happen. And they're like, what? She's like, he saw the witches turn your son into a mouse. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, they don't believe her. What? Yeah, and they start calling her crazy and telling her to get out of here. And mm-hmm. she's lost her mind. So Helga opens her bag and says, tell them, Bruno. And yeah. both the mice are, you know, right there. Yeah. And uh, Bruno doesn't say anything. No, he just sits there and stares. Yeah. At his parents. Luke doesn't say anything. Bruno doesn't say anything. It just looks like she has mice in her purse. And so they're just sitting there. And Mrs. Jenkins starts screaming at the top of her lungs. And no one does anything about it. No one even, like, turns to look. No. Like, there are people at the bar behind them. There's a bartender. There are other people sitting around. Mr. Jenkins doesn't really do anything about his wife. He just starts yelling at Helga. Helga is just sitting there. Bruno (laughs) doesn't say anything. It's so weird. And Mr. Yeah. Jenkins is just like, yeah, yelling, get out of here, you know, blah, 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 blah. We don't want to see you anymore. Get, we yeah. blah, 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 you're crazy. Get lost and take your mice with you. Yeah. So she gets up and starts leaving and says into her bag, I did my best, Bruno. And I'm like, I don't think that you did. No. I think you could have handled that a lot better. Yeah. Or not handled it at all and just not did that. Yeah, just in don't that do moment. that. 
But anyway, it's dinner time, well, which no. is also weird because the drinks on the terrace were supposed to be after dinner. So dinner should have already happened. Yeah. And they had their meeting at six. Like, what the fuck time is it? Well, it's seven because that's when Bruno said my parents will be sitting. Oh, yeah. In and the then bar. all of the stuff with the soup happens at 815. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> again, why was she bothering to go to her room and take off her face if she knew that she only had like literally what? 20 minutes between when the witches were coming when they left the conference hall because yeah bruno gets turned into a mouse at 6 15 and then then they see luke and they chase him around and they have to go find so who knows how long that takes Mm -hmm. and then they have to get him back to the conference room and turn him into a mouse and then they all leave so like and then they just drinks change their minds about the order them going up to her room because of the bullshit with luke I don't know. Anyway, so it's dinner time now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they stood around and had drinks. When did that fucking happen? I'm so confused. Anyway. <laughs> yes. It's dinner they're, time. They're all headed to dinner. Ava says, don't take the elevator. It's broken. Yeah. What is this about? I don't know. They're, yeah, they're on the second floor. And she's like, no, don't take the elevator. It's broken. And some of the other witches are like, is it? And another witch is like, well, she says it is. So it must be. And then they go down the stairs instead. And I don't know why any of that no and then her secretary asks how she knew that the woman upstairs how she knew the woman upstairs but she doesn't answer yeah and never does nope however they see each other while she's coming down the stairs and they're just blatantly staring at each other and helga is hiding behind a giant plant but very much in view and then she runs off yeah it's like clear that she's hiding she's just like whoop 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 giving you the slip but they're making eye contact the entire time and then she takes off in the opposite direction and ava does nothing and it's just like Okay, so then we see the horny maid in Ava's room. Yeah. And she's spraying down the sheets with some of Ava's perfume. Yeah. Sprays it on herself. Yeah. And then she sees the open book with all the little bottles of Formula 86 in it. Uh Uh-huh. So none of the witches came to get them. Nope. That was the plan. They just completely didn't do that plan. (laughs) Guess we'll do it later. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I hadn't thought about it until now, but it maybe was just because of the whole thing with Luke and they had to deal with that. I don't know. And so they were just like, new plan, we'll do it later. Don't care. No. It's but so she sees that and thinks it's also perfume. So she and needs so she, more perfume. Yeah, on top of the other perfume that she just took. Yeah. She dabs a little bit of it on her fingers and puts it like behind her ears and like some on her titties. Her titties. <laughs> As they're walking into the dining room at the banquet, yeah, Ava is just screaming at her secretary. Just full volume yelling at her. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And she's like, it's a banquet. It's, a, it's the banquet. It's for our group. Like, I'm yeah. your secretary and this is the banquet. And Ava says, no, you can't be here. You must go to your room and prepare for it. And then she sees Mr. Jenkins, who is like standing up waving at her like, yeah so eager to wave at her that he's like standing up leaning across their table oh my God. and she's like oh hello and then like changes her so she's like the f- flight tomorrow you must prepare for our flight yes that's it the flight and now the secretary is at full volume and she's like but it's our banquet yes and ava says you are not here to enjoy yourself you are here as my staff now go to your room and i'm confused about this also as well because she was talking to the secretary going from her room down the stairs and the secretary was like how do you know that woman from upstairs and i know she ignored her question but she knew she was there but she knew she was there and i don't remember what it is but she asks the secretary a question and the secretary answers her yeah 
And so it's just like, and then but then when they walk into the dining room, she's not yeah, allowed. Yeah, she's to like, be there. "What are you doing here?" And it's like, "Why didn't you tell her at any point before now?" Yeah, that she wasn't allowed to be there. And then for her to just like flat out yell, "You're here as my staff, not as a guest." Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And also, what is that? Why can't she be there? She's no, a witch. I don't know. There's no reason that she can't be in there. Even as her staff, there's no reason why she couldn't be in the room. It's just a weird argument. Yeah. It says, go to your room. And I mean, it's for the plot. I know, but... But it doesn't make any sense. It would make more sense if they, like, had a fight. Yeah. And she was just like, I don't want you there anymore. Or I need you to stay and guard the money that's in my room. Right. Something. Yes. A she purpose. Just, other than nowhere. just being like, get out of here. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that it, like... Yeah, like, for the plot, because Ava walks into the banquet, and all the witches are clapping, and, like, so happy to see her, and the secretary is just like, I quit, and she yeah. storms off. But it just doesn't make any sense for her to be, like, let her go all the way down the stairs with her, and they walk together, and they're talking back and forth, and then turn to her and go, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, it's just so out of left field. Because we see her being mean to her this entire time, like, when she shuts the door right. on her. Right, yeah, like she's that. mean like, to her. That's... It, I don't know. It's just a really clunky way of doing it. But Ava walks into the room to much applause. Everyone is delighted to see her. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. And the secretary is just like, fuck this, I quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Helga, meanwhile, has made it into the kitchen, but she's like very nervous about what she's about to do. Yeah. And she says to Luke, she's like, we could just leave. Yeah. But Luke's like, Grandma, we have to stop them or every kid in England will be turned into a mouse. Come yeah. on. We can do it. Yep. So his grandma says, okay, you're right. Okay. It's 8.03, so at 8.15. And then that's it. Yeah. We're just like, uh, what about at 8.15? Whatever. Doesn't matter. So she goes into the kitchen, and just Mm -hmm. as she's being escorted out, she drops him into, like, just a pile of potatoes. Yes. But he's made it into the kitchen. Yeah. Another chef grabs the sack of potatoes that he's in, takes it to a machine that is cutting them up, which could be terrifying. Right. But Luke gets out, and he makes it into the bucket of french fries. Mm-hmm. That are uncooked. Yes. And the potatoes are being fried, and Luke almost gets fried. Yeah. But he doesn't. He makes it out. Yeah. Right? We see that one of the witches... Is it the same witch? It's a different witch. It's a different witch. Yeah, is working as a chef and making the crust soup for the banquet. Yes. Yeah, because Luke sees her and is just like, God, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so the chef tastes it and says, great, no more salt. And she says, oh, yeah. And then she puts more salt in it. I... D- whatever yeah it's just like okay it's just she's just an asshole i guess i don't know just a tiny little fuck you but luke is like oh the soup yeah that's what i'm gonna do they say something about how that soup is for the banquet yeah so that he knows that like that soup is just for the witches and so he knows that that's where he needs to yeah 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 Yeah, the chef does that does say that he's like let me taste the watercress soup for the banquet and he's like oh great the soup and then well then a waiter walks in and says to the really tall chef hey table five says the veal's too tough so the chef is like oh i'll take care of him personally and digs some veal out of the garbage and like shakes it off and is like like, beats it on the side of the trash yeah and puts it on a plate is like there you go he'll be sure to like that and i was like what is the point of that i don't know but then meanwhile stringer walks in yeah and he says, everyone in the banquet party wants soup. And I'm like, how convenient. Yeah, so convenient. Uh, the soup that is, on, like, right below where Luke is hanging out. Oh, wow. And he has a 
He has a very uh, Dark Crystal, Black Cauldron, this movie. Yeah. Ledge. Yes. He's on a hang out and get into the thing. Uh-huh. And he drops it in. What a weird, like pattern but that has been in so many children's movies i know a ledge above the thing that you need to accomplish yeah and then you almost fall in yeah that is weird yeah anyway he gets the whole bottle in there and luckily Mm -hmm. the lid comes off when he does because he doesn't take it off of there he just drops it in and i'm like oh you're just gonna drop the whole thing lid and all what if it doesn't come off what if it's you know one of those screw tops i think it is i mean he's been carrying it around on his tail that's true how has the lid stayed on for all that and then just pops off (sighs) I don't know. Anyway. He almost falls in. Yes, but he But doesn't. then he doesn't. Yeah. And it's fine. And so then he notices something. Nope. And then the chef witch comes back over and stirs it a bit. And she's like, let me taste it one more time before I take it out. And she like just licks the hell out of this spoon. It's gross. She's just like. <laughs> and then get every corner of the spoon. Puts it back in. But we already know that this whole kitchen's just a shit show. Yeah. Luke is like, yeah, she's eating the soup. Right? Which I'm like, yeah, we're all looking at it, buddy. We all see it happening. Also, who are you talking to? So we cut to the horny maid because she's leaving and she's telling Mr. Bean, okay, well, bye. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, we're short staffed, so I might be here late. And she says, I can wait. Mm -hmm. And then he goes like kiss behind her ear or on her neck or something. Yeah. But she has fur there now. Yes. And he's like, oh. And- he just leaves and doesn't say anything. He's not like, oh, you have something on your neck or, oh, are you okay? Yeah, he's he just, just like, goes, ugh, uh, and, and then, then just leaves. So she's like, wait, what's happening? And goes and looks at herself in the mirror and starts squeaking. Yeah. Tight. That's a squeak. Uh-huh. So then Luke, still on the shelf above the soup, mm-hmm. sees the time and he's like, whoop, gotta go. So he just jumps down onto the table in front of a guy. Yeah, and the guy shit. sees him Yeah, and tries to chop him and gets a piece of his tail. Yeah. And he just goes, ouch. Yeah. Very <laughs> not worried about it. ouch. He's like, oh. It's like when he got stepped on earlier. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> but he just keeps running. Just keeps running. The whole kitchen freaks out. He runs up some pants. Oh, the pants that the, the head chef basically is yeah. wearing. And he's just dancing around. Yes. But he's still whisking something? Yeah, I don't know if it's like, you know, there are some things that when you make them, like, you cannot stop whisking them or, like, the eggs will just cook. Yeah. Yeah, or it'll, like, something will happen. So I don't know if he's, like, because, I mean, he is, yeah, he's dancing around. Uh He's like, there's a mouse in my pants. Other people are trying to get his pants off and he just will not stop whisking. He finally just hands it to Mr. Stringer, who immediately starts whisking it. So it must be very important. Yeah. But... They finally yank his pants off. Yeah, and Luke gets away. Yeah. And the guy is just, like, touching so much of his own junk yeah. for too long. Too long! Right in front of the camera. Yeah, and Mr. Bean String Stringer is like, <laughs> well, so much fuss for nothing, bye. Yeah, basically just, like, says he has a little dick. Yeah! Which is like, okay, children's movie. Right. Whatever. Uh, the chef witch starting to turn into a mouse a little bit. A little bit, yeah. She's she just kind of squeaking. Squeaking. A bit. She's trying to keep it to herself, but she can't. Mm-hmm. She feels what's happening. Yeah. She just kind of walks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, String Bean is out in the dining room, stirring the soup for yeah. the witch's party. And Mr. Jenkins sees it and says, Oi, what kind of soup is that? Laddie, he calls him. Yeah. So, Scottish? What kind of soup is that? And he's like, Oh, it's Cress, but it's specifically for this banquet party. Yep. 
I just had a tiny meltdown at this point where I was just like, I don't fucking care what happens in this movie anymore. I don't. I know. Like, I knew there was only 30 minutes left of it, but it was taking me so long to get through. And I kept getting distracted by my snake. And I was like, I would so much rather be watching the snake just crawl around in this tank than watch watch this fucking movie. movie. Because, yeah, at this point, they're trying to build tension because Mr. Jenkins wants to eat some of the soup that obviously has the mouse poison in it. But it's like, I don't care. Let him eat it. I don't don't care if he does. Who gives a shit? What? That guy sucks. Yeah. I'm not attached to him. It doesn't matter. His son is already a mouse. They can hang out together. They can be mouse bros. I genuinely do not care Don't what care. happens. Don't care about Bruno either. But anyway, Mr. Jenkins is rude about it. Yeah. And String Bean's like, you know what? Fine. It's fine. You can have some. I don't give a shit. So he goes back into the kitchen. We see the tall chef is having just a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. He's completely useless now. Yeah. He's just like sitting in a chair holding uh-huh. himself, which is like, it was a mouse, dude. Like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. No. It didn't crawl into, it didn't like crawl out of your open ear. Like <laughs> that would be traumatizing. Yeah. It just crawled up your pants and then it got away. Well, you didn't take like, a bite of it. It's fine. Yeah. it It's okay. Yeah. But people are like setting mouse traps around his feet. Yeah. And one gets set right next to the chef witch's foot and she jumps and whimpers and squeaks away. Yep. But we get a shot of her face and it is a bit mouse. <laughs> just, just a bit. Yep. So she gets into the walk-in and turns fully into a mouse. Mm -hmm. And she runs out into the dining hall yelling, don't touch it. It's in the soup. Don't touch the soup. Yep. She's running towards, like, the other witches trying to warn them. Yep. And Ava looks down, sees a mouse, and stomps it. Stomps it. And it's green guts everywhere. Yes. And she looks at another witch and goes, children. Like, she just fucking murders this woman. Or a child. Or a child. Well, she doesn't care about children. But this is a fellow witch. But she just fucking... We just had to watch her just stomp on this person. Anyway, it's 8.15. Helga sees that it's 8.15. So she knocks a bunch of shit off of her table and breaks them. Yep. And... (laughs) I overheard someone say, oh, why is she still here? Yeah. About her. Yes. Because everybody knows that she's just a troublemaker at this point, I guess. I mean, I think it's only Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins that have really had trouble with her. Yeah. And Mrs. Jenkins had a full on fucking meltdown in the bar and like screaming. And so like nobody's bothered that she's still there or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, she breaks a bunch of shit. At this point, Luke is like, oh, it's 815. He sees that. He runs into the dustpan and he goes, 815, I made it. Yeah. So then Stringbean tells the chef... Or whoever's listening, because that guy is fucking useless. He's like, yeah. one more order of Cress soup for table nine. Right. He grabs the dustpan, and he takes it to Helga's table. Yep. So this is a pretty smart plan. Yeah, it was a good plan. This is the only cool thing in the whole movie. Yep. Yeah, he carries the dustpan to Helga's table, yes. which Luke is in. Yes. And Luke can see that all the witches are eating their soup. Yes. And String Beans <laughs> sets the dustpan on her table. Yeah, like, not on the floor, but just directly on her table, like, next to her food. Right. So rude. And she picks it up and just dumps the contents into her bag, which yeah. the guy sees and thinks it's weird. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole day is weird, so you know what? It's, it's true. Also, that's the cleanest dust pan thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, like, brand new. There's yeah. no other dust in it. It was in a kitchen, and it's not greasy. I know. But it would have made more sense for her to just reach over and pick Luke up and drop I know. him in the bag rather than dump the dustpan into her bag. Because yeah. there's probably some dust in there. Nope. Well, anyway, it's hers now. Yeah. 
And then there's just a different guy standing next to her to take the full dustpan away. So, like, Mr. Stringer came and swept everything up, but then walked off. I just don't understand. I don't know. But there's just a guy standing there. But anyway. Yeah, she talks to the mice in her bag. Yes. And she notices that Luke's tail is bleeding. Yes. She's like, oh, no, you angel. Oh, you're bleeding. Yes. And he's like, that's fine. (laughs) He says, one of the cooks tried to cut off my tail with a carving knife. Oh, and then he says, look. From a literally impossible vantage point, because there is a divider between yeah. the banquet and the normal dining room, and he is on a table. In a handbag. In a handbag. And he says- He goes, look. They're eating the soup. The grand witch. The grand high witch is eating the soup. But, oh no, she says, Bruno's father is about to eat the soup too. I don't know how she knows this. Well, she- Oh yeah, because she heard him yelling about getting crest soup. They're close enough that she can see his table in full view. Yeah, but he's just getting a bowl. I think he walks. I think Mr. Stringer walks over and is like, "Here's your watercress soup," because he's like, "You're a dick." Does she so know that? Did Luke get a chance to tell her that it's in the soup? I think so. Okay, he must have. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. I was looking at my snake. <laughs> She's way cooler. But anyway, yeah, I think he explains, like, oh, yeah, the watercress soup for the banquet or whatever. And yeah. he's like, oh, look, they're all eating it. But and then she's like, oh, no, Mr. Jenkins is about to eat it. So we see Mr. Jenkins, who is just talking to his wife and the server with a full roll in his mouth. Yeah, not even, like, a bite of food. He has an entire roll of bread. Yeah. And no one can understand him. No. Because of how much bread is in his mouth. Because of how much bread is in his mouth. And how his accent keeps changing. Uh-huh. No one knows what the fuck he's saying. His wife is just staring at him like, we are getting divorced when we get home. Yeah. She has had the worst fucking day. Yeah, absolutely. And he has not stood up for her for one second. No, and he's embarrassing as hell. I know. I would divorce him immediately. But Helga marches over and just slaps the soup spoon out of his hand. Yes. And he's like, you again. And yes. then she just picks up his soup bowl and dumps it out on the table. Yeah, she from like like theatrically yeah like holds it up while she's staring at him and he's yeah. like what the not fuck even like, is your problem i knocked it over no she just is like, like eh, eh, take that yeah and he's just like what it's uh pretty tight at some point i forget where it goes but at some point in all of this we see the secretary like sitting in her room alone eating her dinner and basically being like i didn't want to be one of them anyway <laughs> just uh sour grapes yeah, wonder what why she got saved from the soup. Weird. Huh. But Mr. Jenkins is yelling. Yeah. You not her. My soup. All that stuff about Bruno. Yep. But she's wiggling her bag in front of them. And she's like, listen, I told you Bruno got turned into a mouse. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, he has not. But yes. Bruno the mouse finally speaks up for himself and says, yes, I have. Hi, dad. Yes. And she sets him on the table. Yes. And he has already, like, he's picked up some bread and he's dunked it in the soup that's on the table. And I'm like, he's gonna eat some of the soup. I mean, I guess he can't get any more of a mouse. (laughs) But I was like, he's gonna fucking eat this. He cannot help himself. He's gonna eat it. I was hoping his food nearby. It would be, it would like reverse and like unmouse him, but it doesn't. But anyway, he's trying to comfort his father and his mother has just laid down on the floor and is screaming because she's like, it's a mouse! But Helga says, would you like to know who did this to Bruno? Yeah. But she can't tell anyone yet because the soup has begun working its magic on the witches and Mm. there is a lot going on. Yeah, because they're screaming and they're turning into mices and mises and Ava is running around trying to get away from them. Yeah, she sees what's happening and she's like, oh god, someone has put my formula into the soup and we're all doomed. 
But she has not yet turned into a mouse. She's just a person. But yeah. she's like running around and they're like, oh, help us reaching for her. And she's like, get away from me. Do I'm they not have to avoid them? They they don't use any magic. No. In this whole movie. No. What makes them witches? That they're ugly and they hate kids and they have purple eyes? Like, what is, what is witchy about them? Yeah. How is that not just a person? They can't just reverse. No, I guess not. They don't have a spell. They can't do spells. What's the point of being a witch? I don't understand. Just to kill kids? I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Like, you live longer, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. They were old witches. I don't know. And they're, yeah, they they have to do all these things to live in normal society that, like, make them uncomfortable, and so they're not having a good time. I don't understand. I don't either. Anyway, everyone's turning into a mouse. Everyone's screaming. The dining yeah. room is chaos. There's green fog everywhere. Yes. I was reading about how there's, like, green vapor that is, like, pouring out of some of these women. Yeah. Was, uh like heavily oil based mm. and so it kept getting into people's eyes oh. and so they had to like flush out angelica houston's eyes all the time because she was just like had all this which i'm like what about everybody else yeah. but, you know because she's wearing like purple contacts oh yeah so anybody wearing purple contacts i'm sure yeah i just don't think they showed the other ladies faces as much so they probably weren't wearing the contacts but because yeah. they keep doing close-ups and we her eyes have to be purple like right. so she just had to kept getting her eyes flushed out right so helga at this point, points at Ava and says, that woman over there. Yes. Who is just pointing back at her with her spoon. Yeah. She's just grabbed a spoon from somewhere and is they're just pointing at each other. Yeah. And Helga says, she is the Grand High Witch. She did it to Bruno. Yeah. But Luke's like, Grandma, wait. Give her a chance to turn into a mouse yeah, before you start confronting be her. A she's a witch. She's the witch right now. And you're just like, that bitch over there. She still doesn't do shit, though. No, she's just shaking and pointing. Yeah. And Helga's like, nope, too late. It's that lady. Yep. I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah, and so all of the wait staff runs out of the kitchen. Yes. And without questioning why. Yeah. Everyone is just like, well, I guess we have to kill these mice. Yeah, there. this used to be a room full of women. Now it's a room full of mice. And there's green, like, fog everywhere. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. All the clothes are still left behind. Not going to worry about it. Just going to kill all these mice. I mean, Stringer has a meat cleaver in his hand and he's like, get the mice. And so they all just start killing mice. Luke and Bruno are worried that Eva isn't going to change because they're like, she's not a mouse yet. She's still a witch. What do we do? Yeah, because she's, I mean, she is powerful. So I'm sure it, you know, takes a little longer. Bruno runs and jumps and lands on eva's dress yeah why but then does nothing because helga just reaches out snatches him puts him back on the table right back where he was it's pointless like he wasn't gonna do anything nothing happens he just runs jumps gets plucked off of her dress yeah i don't understand i don't either but then finally eva turns into this like terrible like ugly rat mouse lady yeah and like scabby yeah and like has a it's way more like cartoony and way bigger i guess it's meant to reflect like all the other mice are like real yeah well they're rats but they're like real animals yeah that are running around and they're furry and they're cute this is like a puppet Mm -hmm. cartoon super ugly i I don't know yeah it's like if splinter got dumped in an acid bath Yeah. yeah and she's screeching about you know you haven't seen the last of me I'll get you next time. Mm-hmm. But Helga says, no, no next time. But then she just lets her get away. Yeah, she doesn't do anything. She just, le- she they just leaves. There are mice everywhere. Everywhere. They're on every, there are definitely more mice than there were people. Yeah. But whatever. That's fine. The secretary has shown back up 
but she is just standing there making like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining face, <laughs> where her like chin is tucked into her chest and she's grinning. Here's Johnny. She's just standing there. She says nothing. She does nothing. She's just looking around like, yeah, yeah. like I guess she's stoked that they're all getting theirs, but like she doesn't do anything. Yeah. So and then, yeah, Luke sees Ava as a mouse and he's like, she's over there, grandma. So she puts a water pitcher on her mm-hmm. and then goes and gets Mr. Stringer and is like, there's a particularly infectious one over by the wall. Yeah. So he goes and kills her. I do think it's funny that he's like completely frazzled. He's holding this cleaver that is bloody from all of the mice that he's chopped. Yeah. And then she goes over and she's like, Mr. Stringer. And he's like, oh, yes, ma'am. And she's like, there's a, you know, there's a mouse. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thank you so much for letting me know. I'll be, he's just like immediately in like hotel owner mode again, where he's like, customer service voice, here I go. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. And then Helga gives Bruno to Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins and his mom is just like wailing. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Jenkins is like, oh, come on now, dear. It's just Bruno. And Bruno's like, mom, you always wanted me to lose weight. Now look at me. I can live in a cupboard and it'll be quaint. Yes. I don't have to go to school. Yeah. And they're walking away. But then Luke's like, wait, grandma, I want to say goodbye. Bye, Bruno. And Bruno says nothing. And then they leave. Uh, Cool. So it's time to go, I guess. They've got all their shit packed. They're about to leave, but Luke is like, hang on, I have to do one more thing. And so we see, like, from the floor point of view, Helga is handing Luke a tag. Yeah. And she's like, I still don't understand what this is for. And he's like, don't worry. You'll understand later. I'll see you in a bit. And he runs away. Yeah. And then we see her get in a taxi. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, they nearly run over a kid. I don't know if that's on purpose or on accident, oh, yeah, but yeah. it's pretty hilarious because yeah. he's just like kicking a soccer ball around in the street and they nearly <laughs> run him over. And then we see the secretary is standing up in a room and in a window and like waves after their taxi. Why? I don't know. And it plays like weird ominous music too. Yeah. But we're back at Helga's house in England and a trunk has arrived. Yes. And she's like, oh, I don't think this is mine. And the guy's like, well, it has your name on it. Will you sign for it? Yeah. She's like, okay. Sure. So they bring it in and set it down. Yeah. And guess what it is? <gasps> what is that? It's a uh, trunk full of money. Yeah. Again, we get this scene where like Luke is in a different room and he's like, Grandma, don't open it until I get there. And it's like, she can't fucking hear you. You're you, a you have mouse. tiny little mouse voice. Your little bitty lungs do not have the capacity. You cannot project. To shout this loud. Okay. You just can't. But anyway, he rides in his little fire truck across a rail and then he's in a plane and then he lands and then he climbs down he's like it's here thank goodness you know and he's like okay open it it's all of eva's money and maybe more importantly because luke's like we can use this money when we go to america and helga's like why would we go to america and he's like guess what else is in there and we look and it's eva's little black book with Mm. the name of every witch in america in it great so they're gonna go murder all of them i guess yep that's exciting. Yeah. So Luke is traveling along in his little car and Helga's like, maybe we can find a good witch to turn you back into my grandson. Yeah. And Luke is like, I hope I live long enough to kill all the American witches. Yep. Because I'm a mouse and they don't live very long. Yep. He's just like, how long do mice live? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, hopefully long enough. And I'm just like, okay, neat. and he says can we go to new york you know i've never been there and i've always wanted to go and she's like yeah he says can we travel there by ship and she's like yeah first class and he's like the best cabin and she says the best everything and it is really cute that they've like rigged up the whole house so that he can travel around it a lot faster yeah like on his little tracks and his lego cars and shit like that and he has 
um, a little Lego house next mm-hmm. to her bed. Yeah. There's which is, something about a mouse being tucked into a tiny bed that will yes. always get me. Same thing it's in Mouse so Hunt. so cute. I know. He gets in his bed and snuggles in and pulls the covers up over and him. Just and like, they're uh... talking. I know. It's so cute. But he says, I mean, Helga just looks sad as fuck. Yeah. And Luke says, I really am happy to be a mouse, you know. Yeah. And she's like, I know, my darling. Yeah. She's like, he's like, it's not so bad. I'm yeah. Having fun. He's having a great time. But then... <laughs> Because this movie is not over yet. <sighs> and conveniently, Helga had just said, maybe we can find a good witch to turn you back. Uh-huh. And so 30 seconds later, the secretary drives up to their house, uh-huh. gets out of her car, yes, points her finger into the house and is giggling. Yes. And Luke turns back into a boy. Yeah. It it takes so long. And yeah. I, you can't tell at first if this is a good thing that's happening or a bad. Maybe that's yeah, intentional. Yeah, the room is just full of green light. Yeah. yeah. And she is... Her face looks maniacal as fuck, mm. and she's giggling. Mm-hmm. She is standing way out on the lawn. It's not like she's up against the glass. No. She is far away, but just pointing at the bedroom and cackling. And he's like, Grandma, what's happening? But then he turns into a little boy, and he's running around naked. But So they do have a spell yeah. to unmouse people. If you're a good witch, I guess. Which but is they couldn't a choice. unmouse each other. Or a license that you get. <laughs> I got my good witch license. Well, they could have, she could have unmoused all of them. They all turned into mice at the same time. Yeah. I guess she could have unmoused them, except for she didn't want to, and they were being chopped in half. Well, there's that. But, yeah, they could have unmoused each other. I don't know. It seems like Ava could have unmoused herself, but she fucking doesn't, so whatever, who cares? Also, anyway, conveniently, she also has his glasses. Yeah, which she just, again, standing 50 feet away on the lawn she just chucks them at the house and then like boop they're in the room and she he puts yep. them on and also and then she does it again with william and mary mouse the mice are back she just throws him and they end up in the cage and then as she's driving away he's waving out the window and he says don't forget bruno yep the end the end fuck jesus christ glad that's over yep is it a replay or a rewind? Do I have to ask? Please, I never want to look at it again. <laughs> Did it make you cry? No. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> so it came out May 25th, 1990 in the UK and okay. then August 24th, 1990 in the US. Cool. The budget is big old question marks. Couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. Who knows? $10. That's probably a lot. Probably a lot. There are a lot of effects. It's a Jim Henson movie. Yeah. I mean, there aren't a ton of puppets but jim henson doesn't come cheap i don't think so and all the special effects makeup yeah but there's no way it was cheap doesn't say it made 15.3 million well that's not very much but no it has yeah true it has a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes how i don't know i i do not fucking know it doesn't make any sense it's awkward it's clunky it's dark see here's my number one problem with it yeah I do like the concept yeah. of, like, you know, witches, and he gets turned into a mouse, and he has this opportunity to, like, turn a bunch of witches into, ma- you know, whatever. Yeah. But it isn't fun. No. There's no whimsy in this movie at no. all. It's just dark. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. And it's sad. Yes. And, like, it could have been fun, and it's just not. I know. It's just bad. 
you learn nothing. So it's not like, oh, it was dark, but with a purpose. It's not like fun kind of dark. It's just not fun at all. No, and too many things happen too conveniently. Yeah. For me to even like ride along with. The thing is either convenient or completely like bizarre and yeah doesn't make any sense as to why it's happening right but everybody apparently loves this movie it has a huge cult following it's got a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes roger ebert gave it three out of four stars he called it an intriguing movie ambitious and inventive and almost worth seeing just for angelica houston's obvious delight in playing a completely uncompromised villainess and he begins his review by saying the best children's stories are the scariest ones because Roger. to kids, they seem more, most likely to contain the truth. A lot of stories end with everybody living happily ever after, like this one does. But they're boring stories unless there seems to be a good chance that Unspeakable Dangerous must be survived on the way to the ending. I don't I mean, okay. After all the reviews that we've read of his, I'm beginning to think that maybe that one review for Baby's Day Out was a fluke and just a personally terrifying thing for him. Yeah. Because he seems to love scary shit. I know. Every scary movie that we that he's reviewed that we've done... Since then. Yeah. He has liked. He's just like, so great. Love it. Just Dark Black Cauldron. Terrifying. Fucking scariest shit I've ever seen. Loved that. The Black Cauldron is a horror movie. It's a horror movie. I'm still thinking about it. This is a scary movie. I'm going like, to see The Horned King in my dreams forever and I'm 33 years old. I know. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Yeah. I don't get it. There is a tiny, fun, like, six degrees of meat wedge separation. Oh, yes. And that the guy who directed it yes. was married to Teresa Russell, uh-huh. who starred as the killer in Black Widow, for whom I was named. Oh. I was just, like, looking at him and the I was like... The character's name was Meat Wedge? Yes. <laughs> also, her last name is Russell? Yeah. That's her brother's name. Yes. It's just kind of funny. Hmm. Your parents obsessed with this woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, if you want to know, my mom knew that she wanted to name a kid Russell long before she met my dad. Oh, yeah. Because she just really liked that name. Yeah. And then she met my dad, and my dad's dad's name is Russell. Oh, And nice. she was like, perfect. <laughs> She's like, you so, want to have a kid? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a family name. But... Nice. Yeah. So Teresa Russell, one of the one of the many names that she has in the movie Black Widow is where my name came from. Yes. Meatwedge. Meatwedge. Anyway, it's the only fun thing I have to tell you. Now I'm going to tell you a bunch of dumb shit. Yay. So, like I said, it was the last movie that Jim Henson personally worked on before he died. Yes. It was also the last film based on a Roald Dahl book before he died. They both died in 1990. Yeah. Also, it was the last movie that Lorimar Productions put out Mm. because they folded in 1989. But Warner Brothers bought the, like, fully complete movie from them. Oh, yeah. And they were like, we'll distribute it instead, but shelved it for a whole year. So it's kind of interesting because at the beginning, it's like introducing Jason What's-His-Face as Luke. But he technically had been in something else before then. Yeah. Because he filmed this movie first, but then because they shelved it for so long, that movie came out before this one did. So then they just looked like they didn't know what they were talking about. Well, surprise. Right. Um, Roald Dahl fucking hated it. As he should. So it's like you, me, and Roald Dahl. Are the only (laughs) ones that don't like it. What would you have done if I was like, that movie was great? I, ju- I don't know. I mean, we've we're allowed never, to like, disagree, we've but... We've never had a hard disagree on no, anything. No, we've had some soft disagrees. Yeah. But, like, we've never been, like, polar, like, I'm watching this again tomorrow. and be like, I fucking hated it. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. I've just been like, is it me? <laughs> Am I? you and Mr. Doll. I know. I mean, that's how I felt when I was researching it. I was just like... I Why was does everyone love by the this? Rotten Tomatoes because I thought for sure it was going to be like a 17%. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. But anyway, 
he was mostly mad because Roeg had changed the original ending mm. from the book. Okay. And so as a gesture of conciliation, Roeg offered two film versions mm. where he, before he made his final choice. The book version where Luke remains a mouse. Yeah. And then the happier version where he's transformed back into a human. Oh. And I guess apparently when Roald Dahl saw the scene that was more true to the book where he says he chooses to say, well, he doesn't choose, where he says a mouse, um, it just brought him to tears. Aww. But even though he showed him both and Roald Dahl was like, I like that one. Rogue was like, well, it's my movie and I'm going with this one. Oof. So he went with the movie. He went with the ending where Luke gets changed back into a human at the end. Yeah. And Roald Dahl was so mad about it that he was like, take my name off of this fucking movie change the name from the witches because this is not the book that i wrote and also he threatened to go on a publicity campaign against the movie just saying how bad it was he was said he was appalled at the vulgarity the bad taste and actual terror in certain parts of the film yeah fair and was just like i don't want anything to do with it but then jim henson wrote him this apologetic complimentary letter you know saying like i'm so sorry and also you're just the best you know and he was like all right fine I'll keep my name on the project. I won't do anything about it. Yeah. The only thing that Roald Dahl liked about it was Angelica Houston. Yeah. Because he, after Willy Wonka, after he was like, I want Spike Mulligan in this movie. And everybody was like, no. He was like, I'm never picking another person for yeah. a movie again because I can't handle the disappointment of not getting my, ch- like, yeah, you know. My choice. But Angelica Houston was his first choice, just like privately. Yeah. And so then when she got cast, he was like, hell yeah. And he thought that she did a really good job. Yeah. She doesn't. But that's okay. Right. I mean, she did fine for what she was handed. Sure. So the way that the book ends Mm -hmm. is this. Having returned home, the boy and his grandmother then devise a plan to rid the world of witches. His grandmother has has contacted the chief of police in Norway and discovered that the Grand High Witch was living in a castle in that country. They will travel to the Grand High Witch's Norwegian castle and use the potion to change her successor and the the successor's assistants into mice and then release cats to destroy them all. Mm. Using the Grand High Witch's money-making machine and information on witches in various countries, they will try to eradicate them everywhere. The grandmother also reveals that as a mouse, the boy will probably only live for about another nine years, but the boy does not mind as he does not want to outlive his grandmother because she reveals that she is only likely, she reveals that she is also only likely to live for about another nine more years and he doesn't want anyone else to have to look after him. So they're basically like, well, we'll kill as many witches as we can and then we'll die together. I love that. I know. It's also, very sweet. Mice don't want that one. And very sad. Well, maybe because he's a boy mouse. <laughs> like, oh, like a mouse yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> not, Magic. Not like a male mouse, but like yeah. a mouse boy. A magical boy mouse. Exactly. But yeah, so he's just like, well, I wouldn't want to live without you anyway, so this is fine. This will just be who I am. You know, our lot in life until we both die. Um, some other changes from the book. The main character does not have a name. They just call him the boy the whole time. Mm-hmm. His grandmother has pneumonia instead of diabetes. Oh, well. And also, he's in the car with his parents at the time of their accident, which I already told you. Also, they describe the Grand High Witch as being very petite, only four and a half feet tall, and looking 25 when she has her fake face on. Oh. Angelica Houston is almost six feet tall and was 39 when they made this movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I mean, if that's who Roald Dahl wanted, though, that's probably fine. It's true. Other people who were considered for the role of the Grand High Witch... Include mm-hmm. Cher, okay. Eartha Kitt, okay. Helen Mirren, Anne Bancroft, Sigourney Weaver, Linda Blair, Faye Dunaway, Susan Sarandon, Jodie Foster, Vanessa Redgrave, Frances Conroy, and Liza Minnelli. All right. 
So, <sighs> okay. Some Eartha of those Kit would have been great. I have Eartha Kit can Obviously. do no wrong. Yeah, she's perfect. Cher would have been fun just to watch. I like Cher as a person. Yeah. So that would have been interesting to see her doing. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been good. But then it would have been like, you know, the Labyrinth, David Bowie, and then yeah, the Witches with Cher. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been. Might have been better. Would have been fun. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Potter, who played Bruno, this is his only acting role. Mm-hmm. So, thought that was fun. Yeah, good for him. Uh, he's there's... just somewhere eating snacks. Yeah, he's a barrister now. Eating snacks. Eating snacks. <laughs> there was a point during the shoot that Rowan Atkinson fell asleep with his bath taps still running. Oh, no. And, like, a porter, like, came knocking on the door to try and get him to, like, wake up and turn them off. And he yeah. was just like, go away, I'm asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> and so it flooded the room and ruined so much of the electrical equipment in the room below him. Oh, it, like, really messed him up for a long time. They were like, oh, good job, Mr. Bean. <laughs> He's like, god damn it. Had he already played Mr. Bean by this it point? It came out this year. Oh. So he was well, like, yeah. They was like, well, good job. And then, so the last thing, I don't normally go into, like, the goofs section on IMDb because I think it's stupid. You know, yeah. people are like, this was supposed to, like, I don't care. Yeah, that's not interesting, usually. But I don't know what made me look at it mm-hmm. this time but i just did and i was going through it and so many of the goofs are we hear a person speaking but their mouth is not moving yeah and it, it was that happening not just because i had to watch it streaming from my laptop onto my tv and sometimes my it just does that mm-hmm. so i just thought no oh yeah well, like in the scene where the secretary is sitting in her room and she's like i didn't want to be a part of that anyway yeah her mouth is not moving and so it just adds to this idea because the whole movie feels like they filmed it and then they dubbed over it. Yeah. And then put like none of the dialogue sounds like it's coming from the people. Yeah. And a lot of times like their their intonation or like inflection doesn't seem to match what's happening. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it like we talked about, like it seems like some scenes are kind of spliced together. And so especially with Luke as a mouse, like maybe they just added it in later. And it feels like they were just like read all of these lines and we'll decide which ones we want to put in and so yeah. they don't quite go together and then there are a ton of moments where people are speaking and their mouths are not moving and so it's like we'll just add this line in there no one will notice yeah and i just don't understand like why are we not getting the actual audio from this movie is it not. because rowan atkinson ruined all of the recording equipment with his bath like i just I don't mean, know maybe <laughs> So anyway, I thought it was very strange, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. I bet also that they used girl mice for the parts with actual mice. Oh yeah, so you don't see their giant testicles. Yeah, because they just drag them around everywhere. It's got to be uncomfortable, right? For the mouse. I mean, you would think, but there's so many shots from behind the mice. You know, like in Babe. Yeah. When they were like, they're all right, girl pigs. Yes. So you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Look at pig balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Probably. Well, thank God that's over with. I know. I I just, I cannot. If you are out there and you really like this movie, can you please explain to us why? Please. Yeah. I want to read the book now, though, because I, I do like the concept. Right. I just, this movie makes no sense and it's so strange. I know. I want to read the book and I do want to, they remade it in 2020 with Anne Hathaway and Olivia... Spencer. Oh, yeah. As the grandma. Yeah. Anne Hathaway is the Grand Witch. Yeah. And then Stanley Tucci owns the hotel. Oh, way down yonder on the Stanley Tucci. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good for him. Hashtag Tucci gang. Is it still set in England? Is it set here? 
I'm not sure. Because those are Americans. Well, Anne Hathaway still has a heavy German accent. Oh, okay. And she has like, um, like a Chelsea smile. Oh, yeah. Scars. I remember seeing this now. Yeah, because there was like some controversy about it. Oh, really? Yeah. About the things that were used to show them as quote unquote ugly. Oh, yeah. Were things that were like pretty normal things for people to have, you know? Right. Well, I mean, witches, that's just what witches, the witch lore is kind of like. I mean, it's that's true. what the original witches is, you know, like bad teeth, no hair, right? No toes, big hooked noses, lots of Jewish stereotypes. I mean, yeah, that's where it all comes from, right? Which we talked about in our very first episode. Hocus we sure Pocus. did. So, coming full circle. Yeah, talking about it again. Yep. Almost on um, Halloween again. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's it's murky waters. Anytime you go into like physical appearance things that make someone bad right um and to say like this person is ugly you know someone is going to look at that and go oh that looks like me yes so it's unfortunate yeah absolutely um so i don't know what you do in that situation i don't either but it is what it is um i would i would like to watch that one just because i would watch anne hathaway make an omelet yeah like no audio just her <laughs> cracking <laughs> eggs <laughs> making an omelet i i do not care yeah um yeah she's great and i mean hopefully it's better I than this one yeah. i don't know i i feel really bad this was literally like after roald Dahl saw this movie he was like i'm not fucking letting anyone make anything out of my books ever again and then he left very strict specific explanations in his will yeah of like things that could be done with his with his works, but also, you know... I know we talked about it in Willy Wonka, too. Mm-hmm, and but James I, and the Giant Peach. I think that he would have liked the the remake with Johnny Depp. Yeah. It's so much closer to the book. Yeah. And that's... I'm curious about this one, you know, yeah. if it's if it's closer, what they do with it. I don't know. It's just interesting. And I, I like Olivia Spencer, and I like I do too. Stanley Tucci a lot. So yeah. just for those people, you know, I'd be willing to watch it. Um. Anyway, in the meantime, if you need to talk to us... You can find us on the internet. We are on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. We are on Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. We are on Twitter at Replay Rewind Pod. Or you can email us at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. You can also listen to all of our other episodes on Stitcher or Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts or wherever you get them. You know, search for it. See if it's on there. Yeah. If not, message us. Maybe we'll put it on there. I don't know. Sure. I'm willing to work with your podcast app. Yeah. As best as I can. So we'll see. Totally. Also, if you want some bonus material, go over to patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast and check all that shit out. There's three episodes a month for just $5. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tight. Or for $8, you get four episodes a month, including an extra movie every month that fits into the time period, but isn't a kid's movie. Or so is it? Been doing. I mean, some of these are not kids' movies, so you never know. Every book is a children's book if the kid can read. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> Every movie is a children's movie if there's a child in front of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's there's some R-rated movies over there, so yeah, that's kind of fun too. Party. And we'll shout out your name on the show, and we'll mail you a sticker, and you can be part of a cool exclusive club. Whoop whoop. And support us. Yeah, support is great. In the meantime. Stay spooky, cheese bags. Don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind.
And then we see Luke hanging out in a tree hoot. A tree hoose. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.